0: Vala Morgulis and welcome to House of Geekery Zero Context Podcast. Game of Thrones edition, the podcast where a Game of Thrones expert and devotee and a Game of Thrones newbie and total rookie come together to watch the final season of Game of Thrones. I am One Take Jake, your expert.
1: And I'm Karina, your total newbie. Let's see if the Red Wedding was a really nice event.
0: And what do you think happened at the Red Wedding?
1: I was... Was Joffrey and Sansa going to get married at the Red Wedding? No, okay, well, then I don't know who was getting married. My impression is it's called the Red Wedding because of all of the blood that happened at this wedding. I think a lot of people died (laughs) That's and it was, like, really shocking. And I think also, like, um, I got the impression that a lot of people were at the wedding too. Like, it was a real, again, like a coming together of all of these separate characters for this event. Um, And then, yeah, dead. That's a not bad. Of them dead. Not
0: bad. Unfortunately. I don't know who died, but a lot of the main cast died.
1: <laughs> a lot of some Starks died, right? Yes, like, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, the most important Stark at the time, um, yeah. the king of the north, Rob Stark died. Right. Um, out of betrayal from two to maybe seven of his like houses that had pledged fealty to him betrayed mm-hmm. him, um, particularly the Bolton family and the Freys. Now the Freys betrayed him because they had made a pact with Rob that he would marry one of the Frey's daughters oh. Rob actually kind of dodged out on that and married someone he loved who was not a noble woman uh-huh. um, which obviously got him killed got anyway <laughs> evidently
1: <laughs> so previously on Game of Thrones Winterfell battled the Night King's zombie army and Arya saved the day but not before a few nice people were totally murdered uh, but somehow Sam survived so that makes sense Bran showed off his superpowers and achieved absolutely nothing. Danny showed off her dragons and achieved less than expected. And Lyanna of Mormont showed off her stabbing a giant in the face while her ribs are being crushed skills and achieved giant slayer status, like an absolute boss. The Night King was defeated pretty quickly considering the build-up, but this is Game of Thrones, not Game of Zombies.
0: Nice. Wow. Noise. Noise, that was huge. Let's get straight to it. What did you think?
1: Do you know... This is the least memorable episode of the whole show so yeah. far. I just, I'm really struggling to remember what it was about, even though I watched it extremely recently.
0: <laughs> it is forgettable.
1: Forgettable is a really good yeah. word for it. Like it didn't have any huge like problems necessarily, but following the oh, Battle d- of I Winterfell, disagree. which was <laughs> marvellous. Yeah. This was just a, nothing. It's such a change in
0: pace. Yeah. And it, was I- a re- it was
1: a filler episode. It was.
0: And do you feel like it was really oddly split like there was a direct point in the middle where it's like this is should be a d- new episode uh-huh. like this episode should end here yeah and that's it it's felt really disjointed and yeah. like there was just i'll tell you what the had is in the first half i'm not kidding mm. <laughs> but after that it really um felt like something completely different yeah like they were trying to maybe condense two or three episodes into one
1: but like what kind of show that has a six episode final season needs a filler episode
0: they shouldn't need that every episode should have a reason mm. this one mm. uh
1: It was just like getting Daenerys to King's Landing. But that happened in a split second anyway. Yeah, Yeah,
0: thanks to Teleport Ex Machina.
1: Oh my goodness, that was... That was crazy. But anyway. Yeah,
0: it was was a difficult episode. Even as a viewer, you suspend your disbelief. But like, there's only so much suspension I can do of like how they can move around geographically.
1: I guess I don't have that. Like, as far as I'm aware, King's Landing is like not very far away. But like... I'm not an idiot, like the climate's really different, so it's like a little bit far away Mm. at least.
0: Yeah, Uh, They've they've made some um, big no-nos in this episode, Mm. so there will be a lot of hashtag gripe of thrones. Oh yeah. Actually, it's probably the, yeah, this is the maximum possible amount of gripe of thrones, until next week, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So let's let's start off, let's start with the episode, and I want to point out the first of the gripes, which is our opening credit montage, which normally, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is amazing, it's fantastic. It's all pretty much the same as the last episode.
1: No, I liked that Winterfell had funeral pyres in front of it. Did it? Because at first I was like, what is that? Oh, that's amazing. And then it went into the um, opening scene and I was like, oh, those were funeral pyres. Oh, I didn't
0: see that last time. Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. A little bit
1: better. Yeah. Winterfell is all wrecked from the battle. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: There, a good little nod
1: Mm. So that's really interesting. But yeah, in King's Landing for this entire season, there's been a dragon face in one of the lower yep. rooms of the thing mm-hmm. with a giant crossbow pointed at it. Yeah,
0: that was from um, season seven. Yeah? Yeah, so um, they tested out their crossbows, which pops up later in this episode. Um it certainly on does. On one of the ancient Targaryen dragon's heads, uh-huh. the skulls, to see if they could pierce a skull of a dragon. Yep. They found that it could. Audiences were pretty miffed because like how could crossbow shoot a dragon anyway I guess um, we'll find out today i guess we'll find out in this episode um but yeah that was just yeah. a nod that they've got that there it's like a continuous reminder well, it's
1: been there the whole um season so far so yeah. like here Absolutely. we are here's the payoff for it i don't know i i think like at some point these credits are a bit long the music is cool and everything and the detail is really interesting or whatever but when like the king's landing hasn't changed for most of the season so far um so it just stops being very interesting
0: that's where i disagree yeah so in the opening credits of the first seven seasons, King's Landing is shown geographically different from season eight. They've reconned the geography of King's Landing. So originally, if you look at it, it looks...
1: In the bird's eye view.
0: In the bird's eye view, compared to the first seven seasons, it's actually very different. So the geography's changed. It's less mountainous now. Originally, mm-hmm. it was like essentially King's Landing is almost like the beach of where two mountains meet and the mouth of the water is. Um, Uh So it's completely surrounded by mountains on both sides, which makes it strategically awesome because, like, you can only come, like, downhill, which means you're coming into, like, essentially a slaughter fest. But for this episode, and inexplicably, apart from the reason they're probably going to have a big battle, is it's just a flat field now Uh all around it, whereas before it was mountains and it was really, like, almost, like, tropical almost, really nice greenery and stuff. Uh And now they've changed it to be, like, a barren wasteland. Um, around it so that's first gripe is they've changed geography
1: or maybe cersei is like cleared she's (laughs) maybe she's been like logging i mean that would make sense and but they didn't show it so yeah yeah.
0: they actually do do a lot of that sort of strategy stuff for the wall they like make sure that it's like a 10 mile clearance on the wall back Mm. when it was being used properly um of trees so you could see everything coming so i guess that could have happened Um, it
1: could also be like a um is so the wrong person on the throne and it's like a Macbeth nature is rebelling or whatever. And Ooh. so it's all barren and everything because... Or like the Lion King yeah. where yeah, everything, dies, you know, yeah. everything dies when the wrong ruler is in power. Mm-hmm. But again, they have not suggested that that's a thing that could yeah. happen. So. Yeah, this
0: is just inexplicable. And it will go unexplained, I believe. Ah, uh, Gripes. Anyway, Absolutely. let's carry on. Let's not oh, dwell on the opening right. credits. We'll be here for another hour and a half. So. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. So, the opening scene.
0: It's actually really beautiful and also very it's sad. really lovely. It's very yeah. sad. Poor Jorah. What a champion. Mm. What an amazing effort. Daenerys is devastated. Yeah. This is definitely an episode of loss for Daenerys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a tough one if for her. Loss after loss. And it's so beautifully shot as well. Mm. This whole scene.
1: But do you know, there were people on these pyres, and I was like, who's this? And then it was Sansa <laughs> crying over him, and I was like, oh, I guess it's Theon. <laughs> like, I was just like, who's this, like, white guy who looks like all the others, you know? Yep, um yep. Admittedly, they were all sort of like made to look all pasty yeah, and blue because they're all death and dead and everything. But um yeah. Yeah. So, what's the significance of the pin that Um, Sansa puts on Theon?
0: She's basically confirming he was always part of the Stark family. So, that's the Stark's crest. So, yeah, it's definitely, although your name wasn't Theon Stark, you were a Stark Hmm. after he's repentant. (laughs) Right. Such an incredible moment. All these people lined up.
1: Look, it's our good boy. He is very hurt.
0: Yeah, but, well, we didn't know he survived from last episode. No, we didn't
1: know that um, Ghost survived. Yeah, so
0: I'm glad he did, but he lost an ear by the looks of it. He really? He oh, got a bit mangled. See. He had a rough one.
1: It was a shame we didn't get to see him fighting more.
0: Yeah, not many people left.
1: Mm-mm. And um, here we have Jon Snow giving a speech to inspire everybody, I suppose. Jon Snow is... Quite possibly the most boring character of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Honestly, really? I don't care about him at all. Wow. If he didn't have this whole like chosen one, I'm probably going to be king kind of storyline, yeah. he would just be just like a big, huge yeah. nothing. He's really? a, he is the ultimate lead character in a fantasy story. Like yeah. just every time, you never like the main character yeah. the most, and yeah. that's Jon Snow for me. Like really? everybody around him is much more. Interesting. Oh, of course, of course, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, even
1: and it really he, struck me during this what was supposed to be a really emotional yeah. like speech yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I was just like, I don't care about what you have to say, John. John,
0: no, nah, let someone else speak. Let Davos talk. Davos. Is- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go now. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. There's Sam, who really shouldn't mm. be alive, but hey, here we go. It's Game of Thrones. Convenient.
1: I was thinking about it, and mm. why do you think that? Because. Originally, in episode two, they said Sam was going to be in the crypts with his family. Yeah, yeah. And then, just at the start of episode three, no just, explanation, yeah. he was fighting on basically yeah, the front lines. Yeah, well,
0: you could see Ed being like, oh, God, no.
1: Why do you think that happened? <laughs>
0: um, He probably just decided, nah, I'm going to be stubborn and I'm going to do this and cost my friend his life. Because well, Ed did die saving him.
1: Damn. What an idiot.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's Beric, the barricade.
1: Okay, so, did, did they know that Beric comes back to life sometimes because like if you knew that somebody might get resurrected would you burn their body like the next day
0: mm, um that's a tricky one but for context for you um, I his, know that his the priest, his who priest, died. Raises so.
1: him is dead yep. now. But like, yep. do they know that? Are they positive about this? Oh, uh, like, they all know? saw
0: and die. They were, okay. um, John was there with him when they died. So they <laughs> did that. And was him.
1: he like, "Oh no, I'll never be able to come back to life again"? And John was like, "I'll remember that for like next <laughs> time." Like,
0: <laughs> uh, definitely not. <laughs> that was yeah. <laughs> no. They remember. didn't have money to spend five seconds explaining something. They didn't <laughs> even explain why the Night King existed.
1: <laughs> oh, whoa.
0: That's another gripe. Ah, gripe. <laughs> This whole episode, they barely even mentioned the Night King. Like, yeah. Bran's there and he's like, yep, cool, we're alive.
1: Now they're all on fire. Yeah.
0: It was actually really beautiful. Watch the um, behind the scenes, how they did that. They actually had them lying on top of a big, thick, bulletproof piece of glass while they had lit the fires underneath them.
1: Oh, my. So they and could the have the flames that. come all around yeah. and everything. That would be very scary and it hot. It would
0: have been terrifying. Uh, but it looked stunning. Yeah. This whole scene is just really beautiful. Um, I wouldn't mind if they ended the show here. Just like that'll do. Mm, I lied.
1: guess, but then, you know, Cersei would still be on the throne. That's and true.
0: It's just a steel chair. don't need yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Game of pointy chairs.
0: Pretty amazing. There, were, there was definitely more dead people than that.
1: though. <laughs> yeah. Unless
0: they kind of just got all the zombies and just dragged them away. And
1: yeah.
0: I think you do see in the distance of the like a uh, wide shot, there is like a giant mountain of, zom- uh, oh, really? of bodies um, in the distance. that That could be the army of the dead. Or all the Actually, horses, yeah, <laughs> all the horses of the Dothraki oh, that got wiped no. out. So yeah, just over oh, there, yes, yes, in the far a big pile of them, right behind pile. all of the piles. I mean, that would yes. make sense if it was the horses, but like, no, oh, those poor horses. Fifty thousand people died. I love the way they exchange a look between each other, Jon and Daenerys. Yep. Um, they're so distant in this scene. Obviously, they've already divulged the story to one another. Like, what's who's Jon is. So much space between them. Yeah. Uh, at I this guess. point, I don't feel like they're going to be able to come closer together again. There's too much between them now.
1: Yeah, but. They still need to have a conversation.
0: Yeah. They need to talk about this stuff.
1: Following on from this scene, um, everybody's having a great big party.
0: Yeah. Straight to a party mode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, which looks like fun. It's like a um, really gritty Hogwarts feast. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> really dimly lit Hogwarts.
1: Feast. Um, so the Starbucks cup.
0: Yeah. Uh, is Appears the in this scene. The real hero. Theme.
1: I watched this episode on Foxtel Now like a week after the episode dropped, maybe like five days after the episode dropped, mm. and I'd seen pictures of it on the internet, so I knew it was going to be there. But then I also saw that they'd gone in and scrubbed it out and yep. fixed it. They did not do that on Foxtel Now.
0: Wow. They just kept rolling with it. Yeah. That's tricky. I, I, f- I think it's funny that Starbucks cup got more funny. like screen time than the Night King almost.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Whoa. Nah, that's At great.
1: least it didn't get more lines than the Night King. Almost, the same amount of lines as the same amount,
0: got the same amount, had the same impact worldwide. Mm -hmm. Um, It is really, really awesome scene for Gendry. Yeah, obviously being named Lord Baratheon, which is interesting because that means he's technically king. <laughs> like, she's yeah. just legitimized the son of the king. Um the Questionable, only, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: The theory that she discusses later with her advisors is that well, I don't know if she actually says this, but she I mean, if she makes him a lord, she makes him an ally. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. so he's less likely to challenge her right to the throne because Yeah. But yeah. surely we're past the point where a Baratheon has like a the only Good legitimate claim to the throne. Yeah. Um, because he's been what? dead for for a very long time now and
0: that's right what's he gonna do what's gendry gonna do just walk up and be like i'm i'm the king um because what's he that? still has to first of all consolidate all the little then mm-hmm. the whole storm they're very stubborn people down there yeah like the north they're just really headstrong mm-hmm. um so he's got to go and convince them that he is robert's son which he will do very quickly because he's stubborn and he's dumb yeah and he holds the hammer really well <laughs> so they'll they'll believe him <laughs> um but yeah i don't think they'll then all oh, right let's call the banners and go and take over the throne. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Especially as you said, she's made an alliance with Gendry by doing this. Made friends with him by being like, Lord Gendry, which I think is beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's definitely nice. But is it in this scene that Gendry says his name is Gendry Rivers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is wrong, right? The internet yeah, told me that's wrong. wrong. So it's Gendry yeah, Waters. Gendry
0: Waters. So the people from the Crownlands are the waters and then people, people from, from the, the Riverlands are, are the, the rivers. rivers. Yeah.
1: yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. And that's why Jon Snow is Jon Snow because they're in the yeah. Snowlands. Yeah,
0: but technically, if Jon Snow was born in Dawn, he'd be Jon Sand, which is where he was born, but he's not actually a bastard. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's not get technical on this.
1: That is a silly technicality to Mm -hmm. mess up though. This close to the end of your Uh, show, like, because honestly, like, when you get to this point, like, J.K. Rowling said this about writing Harry Potter was that like at certain points she was checking the Harry Potter wiki pages to check facts (laughs) because the fans knew like the details. Like, I mean, she wrote them obviously, but they had a much better memory for it. Um, and so yeah, sometimes she was checking details. Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones should be doing that. Like, uh,
0: absolutely, it's uh, unforgivable. Yep. Another gripe, another mistake. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be making this kind of nonsense with a hundred million dollars and two years to do it. Yeah,
1: that's just silly. It's
0: frustrating. I do. I find this scene interesting with Davos and Tyrion because yeah. Tyrion killed Davos's kids, but <laughs> oh, not directly. But like he caused he, he organized the wildfire at the Battle of Blackwater. Right. Davos his sons were there, and the wildfire exploded, killing Davos's sons.
1: That's rough.
0: Yeah, it's a bit rough, but here they are. Everybody Davos is very forgiving.
1: They have such complicated histories here. Everybody's just It's just a big old mess, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah. That's a really interesting comment for Davos to make about the is it the Lord of Light that's the god that he's referring to? Who Melisandre was a representative of. He sort of said that he has had them fight their war and then has left them yeah. to deal with the consequences of it yeah. and what do you think like are we looking at like a deus ex machina end of game of thrones where the like lord of light <laughs> the, the literal sort of, lord like, of appears light appears and, yeah i don't know and it's like burns whoever doesn't have a claim to the wow. throne and then one person's left oh my
0: god um i don't think so that would be On, it would be really cool but i think that's the end of that story yeah. with the end of the night king and to be honest from what i remember from the rest of this episode that's the only real mention we get of the, the fight between the light and the dark Right, the the Lord of Light gets a better send off than the Night King got. Like oh, yeah. there was never a matter of Bran being like, so the Night King was coming after me for X reason, or this is his story. There was never any of that. It there was, was
1: never a why. There was just yeah. like a he wants to know what I know. Yeah, everyone's like, cool. yeah, okay,
0: okay. But the Lord of Light got a nice send off because Davos's story went back seven seasons ago mm-hmm. to that story of melisandre and stannis and the lord of the lord of light leading them to victory and that's been a big part of his story with shireen being burnt by melisandre for the lord of light and it's a good way to finish it with the only person that really has any context for the lord of light in the world because as far as i'm aware Tyrion probably didn't know the backstory of why melisandre was around yeah um so yeah it was a nice way to finish that up i think with davos being the spokesperson.
1: And then that's the end of that story. Yeah. And then Tyrion comments that now that they've defeated the White Walkers and everything, we've still got us to contend with, yep. which is essentially, I guess, what we're going to spend the rest of the season doing is yep. contending
0: yep, the real with us. <laughs> we get grumpy old hound. I'm, I'm amazed that he made it through the whole thing. He was just being swamped at one point. But yep. here he is being grumpy. Grumpy. So then we get like a, a good 20 second chunk of Bran explaining a wheelchair to Tyrion.
1: Yeah, do you reckon this is in response to like people complaining about how does Bran get around in the snow in that wheelchair yeah. or something <laughs> maybe, like that? Like, maybe
0: it's just a nod, but it's huh. still, it still that still gets more explanation than the Night King. <laughs> this this whole episode has been avoiding the fact that the writers probably didn't actually know
1: the, Why the, the Night King what the Night, Night King's there.
0: motives were. Hashtag gripe of thrones.
1: I guess it was kind of like a display of Bran's power though, because no one's told him the history of that wheelchair. He just saw the history of that wheelchair. Right? Yeah,
0: I guess so. He would have seen um, it back in the past, but it's not the first time we've seen a wheelchair in the show. Um,
1: I have been wondering about this though, um, which is that we don't really talk about Bran's future when we look at Game of Thrones, because he's a real side character, despite the fact that he uh, last episode was the you know, the one ring, yeah. essentially. But, uh, like, what do you think is going to happen to him?
0: That's a really tricky one. Um, because
1: I, if you were to say, like, who do you think is going to die in Game of Thrones? I would not even comment on whether Bran lives or dies. Yeah. It just doesn't seem to be yeah, a part of the story, fine. right? So, it would be a huge twist if Bran somehow ended up on the throne. It would be um, kind of cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> that, that would be pretty wacky.
0: That's interesting. Uh, it is one of those things that's been, like, playing in the back of my mind is because, like, Brand isn't Bran Stark anymore. He's a three-eyed raven, which means that, and I saw this online, is that there are no Starks left because Sansa, if she was to get married, wouldn't be a Stark anymore and their kids would not be Starks. And yep. Arya's probably not going to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode kind of guarantees that. She has no interest in settling down and having kids. Yeah. Jon's not a Stark or a Snow. Yeah. He's a Targaryen. And Bran is some mystical god creature. He's probably not going to have any kids. So the Stark family is
1: gone. Well, this is the... Title of the episode, isn't it? The Last of the Starks?
0: It is, yes. Yeah. 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 So that would be the end of it.
1: I think that Bran is going to pull like a classic Merlin and just like wander off into the wilderness to you sit think? in a cave. And That'd be pretty
0: cool. That'd be a nice yeah. way to go. I wouldn't be surprised if Ari did that though. Like, maybe. I feel like she's never destined to settle down into regular civilization again. Mm. But, yeah, we'll this show that. has been surprising, including the next half of this episode was a very big surprise for me. Uh. <laughs> I just love that they have this conversation and like brand finishes and then just slides away
1: he's so like you shouldn't envy me Ugh. i mostly live in the past it's like Ugh. what are you what are i love you? it so much he's so creepy and strange and i want to pay off for
0: this if they're just building this brooding character i, w- I wouldn't be surprised if suddenly he just like at the end of the episode like <laughs> if he did get be- on the iron <laughs> throne he opens his eyes and they're freaking blue and he was the night
1: king all along i think that, that oh might my be the god. god that I, would be I really sick that yeah
0: Oh, Chills, just thinking about it. that would be that would be an yep. ending that no one saw coming.
1: In terms of the three-eyed raven, though, is that linked to like the Lord of Light, or what? Like, where's this power come from?
0: Um, so the three-eyed raven comes from. Oh, I think it's Brynden Rivers, which is, yeah, he's he's one of the bastards of a Targaryen king. Uh, I think it's Daemon Blackfyre's bastard, Brynden Rivers. He flees with the family sword. And he runs away to the north, and that's where he becomes the Three-Eyed Raven. So um, Bran actually meets that guy, Brynden Rivers, mm-hmm. Blackfire Targaryen like, descendant. And yep. That's who the Three-Eyed Raven is, who transfers his powers to Bran before he's killed. And ah. that guy just basically lives inside the roots of a tree and just like does all kinds of cool foreshadowing and foretelling and stuff. So that's really the beginning of that part of the story Lord of the Light doesn't really play into that narrative Lord of the Light's the other side of the thing with light and darkness whereas the Three-Eyed Raven I guess is kind of like the middle ground maybe like, like a, a neutral Neutral sort of Neutral god Neutral god yeah The ground god wherever yeah. night or day. Because I was kind of <laughs> wondering
1: If like at some point They're going to get to like This like final battle Or whatever And then Brad's just going to be like By the way I have wicked magic powers And just be like Yeah, yeah Oh just Like war of the world style Just getting like
0: That would be pretty sick
1: Everybody's destroyed Yeah But maybe not If Yeah I do get the sense That he is a neutral character
0: There was like one theory From the books Way back in the day That mm-hmm. there was an ice dragon Like an actual dragon That is made of ice Not a zombie yeah. dragon of ice but an ice dragon inside winterfell's um, godswood in the lake yeah below it at the very bottom which i think is pretty cool and then bran was like able to walk into that and fly away and oh. like they did say you never walk again but you will fly and i was like well that would be really sweet i don't think they're gonna do that yeah in they could the, just mention the, the birds as yeah. he does yeah he just fly away in the ravens which he did for that like entire last episode for no reason yeah yeah reconnaissance anyway
1: anyway why is Torman so bad at getting all of the liquid into his mouth when he's drinking? I know.
0: He's doing it on purpose, I think, because he knows he's lightweight and he's just like trying to avoid it. You know? oh. <laughs> no. Um, I was just like,
1: well, like your beard is your yeah. beer catcher? Yeah, or beer. Like,
0: yeah he uh, just drains it out later on. That's where he gets oh. a second dose. Uh, no, nah, I think that's just who he is. He's just a sloppy wildling. Yeah. And I love that about him. He's just <laughs> this big mess of a dude.
1: <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. Vomiting is not celebrating. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: <laughs> that's beautiful. And it does show... That people just love Jon Snow because he's just like the center of attention. Everyone yeah. just wants to hang out with him. Which despite Daenerys being your least <laughs> your most boring character. And Daenerys yeah. obviously feels that.
1: No, but like, do you think you would be friends with Jon Snow? Like, if you yeah. met him, like, would you be like, you're fun to talk to?
0: Not talk to, just he's be around. Boring. Just be around would be cool because he has all these cool things happening to him. Like, there was this part where he like totally died and came back to life. That's pretty cool. I'd want to know. Yeah, about but him. that
1: happened to him. He yeah, didn't do it. Like, you know, like- he didn't. Yeah, I don't Still, know. It'd be pretty cool. John Snow knows nothing. He's just not a very like intellectual conversation. He's had some
0: good lines in the show. Uh-huh. He has. You wouldn't have seen them, but <laughs> they happened. I
1: just yeah. I'm just like yeah. Really bored of him at this point. No. Anyway. Oh wow. <laughs> so yeah. He obviously, if this was a democracy, he doesn't get my vote. I yeah, don't think he should. Get on that's the, fair he, enough. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not my throne guy. Can
0: you imagine if it was a democracy though? Like, <laughs> oh no, It would yeah. not go well. I don't think these people understand democracy, and no. they'll just go back into warfare, fight, fight, fight forever, and forever. Fight,
2: fight. But there's fight.
0: something so sweet about this, and I feel like this could have been the end. This is like this, the this whole episode, this whole episode or could have yeah. been the end. Well. Not the whole episode. This first half this of the episode. This first half of the episode was this lovely way to finish. It was nice and warm inside the buildings. You yep. know, everything's nice and warm. Whereas and everybody's it was playing
1: some drinking games. Everyone's playing
0: drinking games. girl. apparently having a good time.
1: Tyrion just made up the rules for and hasn't yeah. really explained them. Yeah,
0: I saw that. Like, what?
1: Jamie's clearly pretending to know the rules.
0: But we were wrong about our predictions of them both dying together. Like, I remember us saying, that, well, I said. I was very bold yeah, in the statement they're, they're going to die see, like Yeah, they next and Remus. to each other, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, they didn't die, so that's great. Yeah, at this point, I think Yet. the plot armor too tight. They're probably not going to die now.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess um, Brienne stays at Winterfell um, in this episode, so perhaps she won't be involved in this yeah. next battle. Yeah. Well, Maybe I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't think Jaime's going to die. I f- still believe that he's going to go to King's Landing and do the old stab-a-rooney to the Mad Queen. But
1: I think if we might be right about Jaime being a part of that, like dying with someone, but if he's going to die with anybody, it's probably with Cersei, right? Yeah. Like at this point. Mm, true. Especially based on what happens later in the episode, but anyway. Well, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, Daenerys is um, looking pretty tragic in this scene, though. Everybody's having a really nice time, and she's just very much set apart from yeah. them. Well, she's thinking about them. that Starbucks
0: cup that's, like, right next to her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's being like, why has? Why are we still rolling this scene? Somebody please call cut.
0: Art department, please. Help um, me. It's very funny. Tormund's like, oh, this guy mounts a dragon. But Tormund actually got on the back of a dragon, like... At the end of last season. Oh, really? Like, yeah, when they were escaping from the Night King at, at oh. the end of the season. So, like, Tormund, you're also the guy that jumped on top of a dragon. But what there you go. What if Tormund one is going to be the king? Tormund, oh my God, can you imagine? Yeah. He's like, this chair sucks. And he, like, gets a dead animal and sits on top Ew. of a cow or something. Like, this is much better.
1: Mm-hmm. Varys is uh, observing Daenerys in this yeah. um, episode. He, as I understand, is a spy master, And yeah, that's yeah. his role. Yeah. yeah. Well... Once I clicked to that in this episode, a lot of what happens later sort of made a lot more sense yeah. to me.
0: Yeah, he's very... Um, mm, I'm starting to distrust him even more because like, he's never trustworthy in this whole show. Mm. But he seemed to be really loyal to Daenerys. But that glance he just made was like, nah, man, he's up to something.
1: Is he up to something or is he just wary? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, he's looking pretty suspicious. He,
0: he's always said that he would back anyone that's best for the realm. And uh, he's seeing the way that Daenerys and Jon into play with other people and he's seen that John's much more popular.
1: Does popular mean best for the throne? That's true. And
0: at this point, Varys wouldn't know about the true parentage of John, So, yeah, have got to remember that. But by the end of the episode, I'm sure he will.
1: Mm. So, Tyrion makes this comment about Bran being a virgin. Yeah. What do you think is the Purpose? purpose of this conversation?
0: This is entirely to make the hookup that happens very much more awkward. Like, it could have happened uh, much more naturally. Yeah. Um, but this is forcing it, and that's just not ideal. It kind of pushes the characters backwards.
1: Poor Torman's just like, I oh. just want to be your friend.
0: Yeah, I was expecting Torman to just punch Jamie in the face, but Talman's a champ, so.
1: Oh, he's so upset. Oh. But. but, oh, but well.
0: There's this weird thing that happened in this conversation, though, where Jamie mentions Tyrion's first wife, and mm-hmm. Tyrion just blew it off like a joke, but. Mm-hmm. Tyrion's first wife was pretty much murdered and raped in front of him. Oh. By his dad's command because Jamie let on that he had a wife. Oh. So Jamie's responsible really for his first wife dying, especially in the, more in the books than explained on the show, but he just blew it off like, yeah, oh, yeah, my first wife, oh, yeah. I Maybe
1: mean, Tyrion's going to kill Jamie.
0: Now oh, maybe. <laughs> wow, unexpected like, ah, oh, I needed you Been today. your friend this
1: whole time. <sniffs>
0: yep, sneaky Dead. stab in the back. Yeah. I would love a spin-off show Tormund and Ghost though. That would be cool. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. Podrick just being Pod, just podding along.
1: Everybody has a lot of affection for him, but he just like barely does or says anything in this season. So every time you're always like, "Ah, oh, Podrick," I'm yeah. like, "What about Podrick?" Yeah. Like, I just what even. I won't, I
0: won't go into the context of <laughs> that. It's not really important.
1: No, clearly not. He's yeah. just like.
0: We'll just skip over he's, that.
1: Whatever he's for, he's yeah. not for the story. This anymore. show's
0: PG. I'm not going to go over it. Oh my! Game Um, of Thrones is not PG. No, Uh, zero context is PG. Just for reference, just for context. Man, why is he so miserable? Come on, Clegane. Maybe he knows that he's got to kill his brother now. Like he's achieved everything he's ever wanted to achieve. Yeah, so
1: the Hound and the Mountain are brothers. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely coming.
1: The only reason I know that is because I saw a meme about some mother like running around having two sons named the Hound and the Mountain. Like, (laughs) who does that? And so next up, we have the very uncomfortable conversation between Sansa and the Hound. Mm -hmm. I'm told that when these two sort of first met each other, um, Sansa would not have been able to meet his eyes for any of this conversation. And yet here they have sort of like a very frank, familiar conversation and she doesn't back down, even though he um, makes some pretty upsetting comments. Uh, I saw a lot of, uh, I guess, anger about Sansa brushing off the fact that she was raped um, and sort of making a bit of a joke of it or whatever. But I think what that ignores is the sort of maliciousness with which he brings it up. Yep. And this is a defense mechanism to for her to make light of it. She's just being like, you can't get rid of me just by just like, you can't just make me go away just yep. by bringing up something horrible that happened to me mm-hmm. in the past. Every single time I am going to stay here and talk to you because I want to and you can't, scare me away by being a jerk yeah. to me because that's my story not yours yes so that's something that i think that um a lot of the anger that i saw about it kind of missed was mm. that yeah so like i'm angry at him for bringing it up i'm not angry at her for making light of it like yeah. that's her story to make says, light of yeah. but i guess the comment everybody made is that like the show's written by men so yeah. Yeah. it's not like sansa's not a person making light of it sansa is a character written by men making light of it and that's where the bit gets complicated
0: mm. absolutely yeah the conversation it definitely didn't play out as I expected it no. to. Like the Hound was always very protective of her. Yeah. Um they had a very complicated but kind Maybe of. Maybe it's supposed a to be like an
1: indication that she doesn't need his protection anymore. She doesn't
0: need anyone's protection yeah. really. Well she's got Brienne, but Yeah. Brienne doesn't need anyone's protection. She just survived an entire army of zombies. Yeah.
1: I guess in the theme of this season it's the closing of a storyline. Yeah. Yeah, Those two have sure. no more to yeah. do with each other probably yeah. um for the rest of the season. So they just wanted to wrap that up. Wrap it up nice yeah. and neat. So then we have this tragic scene where Gendry thinks that proposing to Aya is a good idea.
0: Yeah. Oh, I cringe. He's
1: just like, I've become a lord now and you can be a lady and this is everything you ever wanted, so it's the right?
0: wrong story. <laughs> You're doing it the wrong way, mate.
1: I think this just goes to show that they just like, uh, he either hasn't been paying attention to who yeah, she is yeah. um, or they just don't know each other very well that, you know. And because I guess if we had thought about it earlier on, of course the bastard son of the king would be extremely honored to be made a lord because he's not he's been a commoner his whole life and here we are now he's got something that he should have had if not for uh, yeah (sighs) and then Arya just says no thanks
0: lol no (laughs) lol gotta go Mm -hmm. i I think it's cute and it does prove that gendry is just a simple pleb but Mm. (laughs) i really enjoy gendry yeah but I think that's it for him. I don't think we see him for the rest of the episode.
1: I don't think so, no. Yeah. I hope he pops well, up. Well we maybe. don't need anybody to forge any dragon glass or anything anymore, yeah. right? So
0: yeah. he was convenient. Um yeah. he might pop up in the battle in the next episodes. That'd be pretty cool, just war hammering just smashing mm-hmm. down doors. Like I'm mm-hmm. here with my war hammer. hmm But boom.
1: Next up, Jamie arrives at Brienne's rooms to give her more to drink. Yeah. Which <laughs> is upsetting. What do you think? I mean, obviously we sort of talked in previous episodes about the sort of like kind of romantic tension that was mm. here between them and the sort of forced love triangle that they were kind of in with Tormund who no one really wanted there, yeah. except um, <laughs> Tormund. What, what, what do you think? I just don't think that... I was uncomfortable because they're all just drunk.
0: Yeah. I think it's poor storytelling just to make them be drunk.
1: Yeah, it's I suppose sort of so.
0: Convenience had a convenience like how do we make people fall in love without using alcohol, the writers are thinking because they're probably not very good writers. (laughs) Um, Well, she just
1: stormed out because she was angry and she'd been sort of uh, upset about the turn that the conversation had taken. And he was like, I know what will cheer you up. (sighs) More of me. (laughs) What is interesting in this scene though is Jamie starts to try and unlace her shirt and she stops him and does it herself. That's a, I guess, nice detail to indicate her sort of taking control of the situation a bit. Um, it's been quite clear that she is very, very interested in Jamie romantically. Um, so, you know, but yeah, I just, again, it's it's similar to the um, scene with Gendry and Arya previously. It just, the, the chemistry that was there before is like a little bit missing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because she's covered in black eyes. Yeah,
0: maybe they're rushing it. I feel like a lot of things are being rushed. Yeah, because episode. they're just kind
1: of like, oh, we need to get Jamie out of here, but everybody sort of wants to see these two hook up, so yeah. we'll just get that out of the go way. And, service, and then go and Jamie's got to get to King's Landing, so, we'll, yeah. you know, better rush through that.
0: Mm. Oh, and then we finally.
1: And unfortunately, the following scene is Daenerys and Jon Snow, yeah. who still have much more chemistry than those two just did. Yeah. Despite the fact that we know and they know that they are aunt and nephew oh, to each other.
0: <laughs> I still kind of want them to get together. I don't mind what's going on with this show when they can convince me that's know. okay.
1: Maybe her lineage is in question here and we're going to find out that she doesn't have a claim to the throne or something like that. What?
0: Could you imagine all yeah. of this time? And he'll be
1: like, well, I can be king and like we can get married now that we know that you're not my auntie. And she'll be like, I hate you so much and set him on fire. Yeah, it just
0: burns to death. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's tragic. It's tragic.
1: I don't think I'd be very mad if Daenerys just set Jon Snow on fire. Like I would just yeah, be like, you'd be alright with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. But what about Ghost? Who's Ghost going to hang out with? Tormented. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, he didn't matter until like last episode anyway, when he just mm. popped up.
1: So Jon Snow is drunk in this scene. Um, he yeah. she asks him at the start of the scene, "Are you drunk?" And he says, "No." And then he trips over a chair, and he was like, "Well, yeah, um, <laughs> a little bit." <laughs> and so they start making out. For an extremely long time, yeah. I feel.
0: A theatrically long time. Yeah. And then like... <gasps> <laughs> uh,
1: and then John stops himself in like a, oh, you're my auntie moment. Aww. Um And she's really hurt by this, but like also he's your nephew. You should be a bit more bothered by it. I don't feel that she's very drunk. No. Anyway. No, she's
0: just been drinking coffee the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she's been drinking a Starbucks. Starbucks. She's sober as anyone could ever be. Can we ever see Daenerys drink? i would be interested to see. Maybe go back and have a look because I can't recall.
1: I don't think that that's something that she uh, probably can afford to do. Yeah, she uh, can't let her guard she down can't ever. Let her guard like down her like entire that.
0: character has always been consolidating, consolidating power, getting <laughs> it all together, and not letting her guard down.
1: Being being when drunk. she lets
0: her guard down, things happen. So I think she'd avoid that at all costs. Mm. Another shout out Amelia Clark is just such a great actress. Yes. She captivates me even when the writing is starting to go a bit downhill. She
1: carries these scenes with Jon Snow.
0: <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> I don't want a bag Kit, but yeah,
1: yeah like I just, Kit's here. Like, I think she's up here. <laughs> honestly, I think he's doing a really good job with like, what he's been given, but mm-hmm. I just think that everybody else is being given much more interesting yeah, things Yeah, he hasn't to to been given do. much. Like, yeah. this whole
0: season's been like, oh, you're my queen, you're my queen. Like, in this. <laughs> just, that's all he's really saying. Yeah. It's not compelling anymore. I don't know. Which isn't ideal because he's, I guess because it's
1: not very believable at some point. Like it's one of those things. Like the more she asks because she is insecure about this, and the more he answers Mm. the same way, the more you don't believe him. I guess.
0: Yeah. It's it's Um, like um he's trying to convince himself almost. Yeah. And that's just done have the law of diminishing returns. Because (laughs) if
1: everybody else is looking at Daenerys like sort of part way through this episode and sort of being like, well, maybe she's not the best choice for the throne, surely he's got to be looking at her and wondering the same thing. And like, yeah. He didn't focus on it the way she did. The moment she found out yeah. what his lineage was, but yeah, he's had a couple of days now, and
0: I, I love the way this scene plays out. Like to, uh, Amelia's acting is just so good. She goes mm-hmm. from being like really happy, and then slowly just decays into like standoff. Yeah, and then and
1: rebuttal. she begs him not, not to, to tell, tell anybody. Tell. About his lineage yep. and she's right she honestly right, she's right yep. and like I don't need to see the rest of this episode to know that yep. she, she's right this he just should never have and that's what leads me to think maybe he is kind of wondering yeah he's, he's like oh I have to tell my family and he to ask Sansa
0: because she might have a better answer for this she might know what to do she like Sansa, tell everyone. Sansa what should I do <laughs> um it, it's it's annoying because okay I think If we take away like his suspicions And make it about his honour and his code I'm an honourable person I need to be honourable about this I need to accept it You're my aunt I need to talk to my family And make sure they know that I am not a Stark Yeah He's playing on his father's honour Well, he's sorry, his Well, I mean, he is a Stark
1: Because his mother was a Stark Yeah You know Yeah Yeah.
0: It's He's playing into honour too much Which got his Ned Got Ned killed So his uncle killed And his cousin Rob Well, dad and brother at that point because of their honor they made stupid mistakes and those mm. stupid mistakes ended up with them both losing their heads um and now john's doing essentially the same thing after having known what happened to those two mm. and it's just a bit of a cycle there cycle, should have been a different yeah. way of coming about this
2: mm.
0: maybe by doing that suspicion thing so the audience knew he was suspicious or he thought maybe i should be in charge yeah. instead of just being like oh i'm an idiot <laughs>
1: I mean, his 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 character is made clear prior to knowing this information that he had not really a lot of interest in being the lord of anything or the king of the north or whatever. Yeah. Like these things have been really forced upon him. Yeah, he was um, just a
0: night's watchman. That's all he ever wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. And all these things got thrown on him, and that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Eventually, he turn out to be the Lord of Light. I would love that if he turned out to be the Lord <laughs> Lord of Light. It's and a incarnate.
1: real, it's a real snowball effect. Ah,
0: I'm, yep. le- I'm leaving now <laughs> That's yeah. the end of this podcast that <laughs> no, more no, no more puns No more puns Okay And then we get This is where the episode starts to shift We get uh-huh. battle plans And then you just say Oh we lost half And I'm like
1: Did you? Because I saw All of the Dothraki die That
0: was a lot of Dothraki uh, I
1: died. saw like two escape And yeah. a horse And then the uh, Unsullied
0: That amazing scene of them pushing them back But they all died mm-hmm. There was Definitely all of the Unsullied dead
1: Oh man It was Well yeah and, and even at the beginning of the episode
0: left. there's like no one left um, yeah. at the little funeral pile. there's like no one there unless all the army was like sent Somewhere away else. but tell us that yeah. tell us these things instead of being like we lost half of the Unsullied and half of the Dothraki mm-hmm. what about the Knights of the Vale mm-hmm. and the other people you know
1: In this um, sort of war room scene here, the Mm. other significant thing that comes up is Daenerys wants to march on King's Landing immediately. Like right now. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. And Sansa brings up the point that they need some time to rest and heal from the battle that they've just,
0: Look, That cost them a lot.
1: (laughs) Do you know, but what I thought was the most interesting part of this interaction is Daenerys said, how long do you think that they need to rest for? And Sansa said, I would need to check with the officers. Yeah. Which wow. is what a responsible leader would yes. do, because she doesn't know. Like she yeah. can't just pull a number out of like, her head and be like, "I think that," ten <laughs> I think all of the zero wounds that I have will take this long to heal. Yeah. Personally, like you know, she's like, "I'm going to consult with some experts," which is the exact opposite of Daenerys' approach. Yes, when she is faced with similar things, advisors really have to like force advice down yes. her throat and hope she swallows some of it. Yeah, obviously. Sansa has my vote if this was a democracy Sansa would be my vote for the throne Um, I think what um, you just said said
0: makes that very obvious that she actually considers the people yeah of her ambition
1: I think she just knows her own intelligence or something I don't know she's like I know a lot of things but I don't know like everything and that's I think that's wise rather than like I think that Tyrion perhaps that's where his failure is, is that he lacks that wisdom of not knowing when he doesn't know something yep. um, and sort of making decisions when he doesn't really...
0: And why has he made a lot of mistakes? Yeah. He's made some bad decisions in this episode in particular.
1: Yeah. So that War Council was, um, like, so much came up in that, like, so, so much. So much. It was huge. So here's what the question that I have, which is that the plan that just about everybody other than Daenerys is kind of suggesting is that they all go to King's Landing together, mm-hmm. surround King's Landing, and essentially starve Cersei out. Yeah. The idea being that they will prove to the people of King's Landing that Cersei is a bad ruler. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you were in a city and then another army came and surrounded the city and prevented you from getting more food, you would think, ah, yes, the person ruling my city is bad and the people outside the walls, they are my friends.
0: are right. Yeah. So this is basic siege strategy, isn't it? Yeah. I can imagine the people in there would be pretty, pretty peeved at the people yeah. on the outside. Which might be where Daenerys is coming
1: from. Well, so I mean, I guess in terms of the siege strategy of starving them out, the idea is that you convince the people to, to open the the gates yeah. basically and let you in and yeah. not resist. But they don't do that because they're mm. like, oh, yes, you're definitely the better, better ruler or anything. <laughs> or anything. They're like, look, our, our ruler is clearly crazy and isn't submitting to you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it for them because we want our kids to not die. Like, yeah. you know, that's... Um, also, not a great position to put your yeah you know if I you think want to win these
0: people over for their love rather than their fear then
1: yeah what do you think if you like if you if the question here was just Daenerys versus Cersei what's the best way to defeat Cersei
0: um, dragons red cape just burn just the whole burn keep? the building yeah the whole building smash it to pieces yeah and um, then just
1: send your army in to yeah. put out the fire
0: yeah. Pretty much, um, they've obviously got the Golden Company, which definitely evens the odds. They just mentioned in this scene, the numbers are really odd in this whole episode, and it really frustrates me. But they did mention that they now have the Iron Islands, which counts for very little.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they also
0: have Dawn, and Dawn's armies haven't been used in the whole show. Right. And Dawn's the southern, um, southern kingdom, the desert place. Um, you have never met a single person from Dawn, which is a shame. They were pretty mm. cool. Well, they were cool. Then they got really not cool. Um, But yeah, so. Because they went to a place that was
1: hot and now they're not cool. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, It would be awesome to have those guys turn because they're like really good fighters and guerrilla warfare is their thing. Uh So they could easily just.
1: Surely an assassination is the best way to go.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to take it back in time. So in season five, we go into the um, Slaver's Bay. Daenerys, her army of unsullied, and the Second Son's mercenary company Mm -hmm. taking Yunkai and Marine, two of the Slaver cities. Grey Worm has this great idea. Um, to just sneak in and with a small task force and just infiltrate, take out all the people that they need to take out, and then open the gates. Uh-huh. They did the same thing at Casterly Rock in the last season where they just sent in a small detachment, took it over. They could easily do that here because the room is filled with people that know the ins and outs of King's Landing better than anyone. Varys, mm-hmm. for one, knows all the secret passages. Tyrion knows all the secret passages. Yeah, They could easily sneak in just two, send Arya two people. In send Arya in. Send Stab's Grey in. He'll be happy to do it, I'm sure. Um, so they could have no, used those Nari sort of they like yeah, she's these actually people super murdered assassin. her father yeah. and she can also change faces so like yeah. she could just pretend to be someone at Kyber she could kill Kyber that'd be so cool mm-hmm. um, so yeah they've got things they could do but because it's Game of Thrones they're just like oh we need to chuck a big battle in I guess yeah I understand that nonsense. and I understand
1: how the situation could though uh, devolve into a big battle yeah. but surely the first step shouldn't Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe they could have their forces ready to go. Like they'll set up the siege, but don't drag it out for more than a day or two. Just get someone in there, sneak them in, distract them at the front gates, and the the fleet on the outside. Mm -hmm. And while they're all like distracted, being like, "Oh no, we're being blockaded," sneak Davos, who is an excellent smuggler, the best smuggler in the world, to just drop someone off at the back door and (laughs) climb them up, stabby stabby.
1: Stabby, stabby. Open the
0: gates. Uh, once again, <laughs> we are, we're planning, we're writing this better than they did.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, I guess the thing that really tripped me up in this entire episode is that they split their forces. Yeah.
0: no, What what on earth? What's I understand. Earth?
1: But, and because that they were, they put some of the forces on the ships, yeah. which is cool, but they are going to get there way faster. And so they arrived at King's Landing with way less. Well, I mean, were they going to be there and just wait there? Yeah, they never mentioned the them, the,
0: they, why, in the whole thing that don't explain why they're going to Dragonstone. Like, mm. did Daenerys leave half her army on Dagonstone? I mean, that would make sense. Like, Yeah. But, like, she It's didn't. a base,
1: though, maybe. That's why. <laughs> maybe.
0: They... It is pretty odd. It's strange and very questionable. And they should have gone together and then split off. If they, were, if they wanted the people to go around the back and get the Iron Fleet, that's when you break off. You wouldn't just, like, yeah. go in advance to a much bigger fleet. Like, the Iron Fleet is a thousand ships. Yeah. Well, maybe less now because they had a few skirmishes along the way. But Daenerys has, like, 20 boats left because the Iron Fleet smashed the rest. So.
1: Yeah. Theon probably bought some ships with him, too. I bought three So
0: that's Hey, it's three ships, right? Yeah yeah, <laughs> Yay boats 23 ships Tw- Now <laughs> 23 In total boats. <laughs> once not again. Anymore. Where is my justice for navies in this show Oh man It's just out the window I don't think we're ever going to have justice for navies
1: They're, Not in this show No, no. This, this show isn't You need to go watch like Black Sails or something I haven't like watched that I it instead. I might
0: have to Just to get mm-hmm. my ship fixed Like yep. I, I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag And that game was awesome for ships And yep. I might actually go and play that now Because I'm still disappointed This episode really ruins ships for me Yeah Anyway So in this scene We've got them mentioning All these great little things they can do and then just doing completely out there. Like, oh, now we're going to have... You guys go this way and we're going to go this way. It takes us two weeks. We'll take you 20 seconds in this episode to teleport. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> we're just like, that's not even what you guys just discussed. It's I'm just kidding. really... And then John's like, oh, I'll bend the knee. I'm, I'm, you're my queen. You're my queen.
1: Yeah. Without uh, and thinking a that real, Sansa, like, the
0: smartest person in the room, mm-hmm, is right.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a real, like, moment there too where... Because, like, everybody sort of agrees with Sansa that they should rest the armies. But then John is like, but we, like, will defer to you. And there's a real, like ha-ha, like, look in Daenerys' eyes when she looks at Sansa. After uh, that happens, she's just like, nah, I win, which is just so ridiculous. It's
0: cringe! I cringed when I watched that. I'm like, oh, bad choices are being made again by yeah. the people that are in the." But they have an advantage here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have two dragons. Because,
1: well, I mean, I guess I just wonder what, I, like, the threat that Sansa poses to Daenerys mm. is, is what, like, Sansa is just, like, someone in Jon's ear saying something different from what Daenerys says. Like, it's a little possessive. Especially because he's your nephew, not your boyfriend anymore.
0: Yeah, what would that play Sansa? she should be like second cousin, right?
1: Oh my goodness.
0: she should be nice to your family, Daenerys.
1: <laughs> Whoa. She's like second cousins. Yeah, by like marriage yeah. or something. By not even marriage, just like...
0: It's a stringent one. Maybe the third cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no. So.
1: The family trees, they've broken me.
0: It's Rhaegar and Jon. Jon. And then Daenerys is over here. Danny, And yeah. then...
1: And then John's mother is Lyanna Stark. Lyanna's
0: here and she comes from Ned's dream. Sorry, Ned. we're just um, putting together we're a doing little a family, like, tree. family tree. So Ned's over here. And then... Oh, okay. How do you even... Sansa's here. I, I'm going to go second cousin. Possibly. Mm. Um, so yeah, they
1: Maybe if we try and work out... Yeah, because John and Sansa are definitely... Second tier. They are cousins. Yeah. Yes because their parents are yes. siblings. So Sansa, I guess, isn't directly related to Daenerys. She's only related through... Oh. There's no blood ties, but it's definitely... There's no blood marriage. ties, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's definitely like some sort of... <sighs> oh, man.
0: This is very confusing. Anyway, let's not dwell on it, but it does definitely mean like, you're a family, guys. All those people in that room are family. Yeah. Well, they're not at this point. Sansa has no idea that until like 20 seconds later that they were related. Yeah. This is where the episode should be ending though like after they have their conversation in the godswood. That's where it ends with. because they don't actually have the conversation. They're just like oh, tell him. Tell him, yep. and then that's where you the cut no it off. No
1: reaction shots, yep. no I can't believe this. Yep. All we get later is Arya doesn't seem to really care very much but Sansa is yep. like looking shook, talking yep. to Tyrion a bit yep. later. These in should the be
0: important conversations that should be on this episode. That's yep. why they should have extended this why episode. Why is it that
1: every time Bran has something to say they cut away?
0: I don't know. Maybe he's a bad actor.
1: Maybe That actually might <laughs> be can't true. That might actually be true. You might be right. He got cast when he was extremely young and they had to stick with him. He might not be a good actor. That really that explains everything because yeah. every time Bran has something to say, oh, yeah, oh, here I was thinking I they're think cutting of... away from him because like there's something secret about him yeah. or he's giving like secret information to Tyrion yeah. in like episode yeah. two or whatever, yeah. and then it just turns out that it's
0: actually garbage.
1: <laughs> he just delivered it really badly, and they were yeah. like, "Well, here we go again, yeah, cut uh, away."
0: But they didn't want to tell him, so they just, they just ended around. They them. didn't want to tell him. Oh, can't man. act. Oh, they could have recast. They could recast like half the anyway
1: maybe because uh, the the way that they are making him perform this character where it is a little bit like i'm so mystical and slow talking and whatever my name's bran stark like listening to that deliver exposition probably is a little bit boring but then why have john throw to bran to tell the story yeah what if he's so bad at delivering stories like
0: it's not good this isn't how you do things
1: it's really nice though that bran is like it's your choice john if you i like he's just like i'm never gonna tell anybody you tell who you want to tell Mm-hmm. that's really nice.
0: Yeah. Bran's like, you're going to It's die. like the
1: one thing he can offer him as like a family member, yeah. I guess, because he it feels so disconnected from them otherwise. Yeah. I love the, like, you have to pinky swear. You're not going to tell anybody. And Sansa's like, I can't pinky swear until I know what it is. And Jon's like, pinky swear or I won't tell you. And Sansa's like, oh, fine.
0: fine.
1: Maybe I should do some sort of like dramatic reading of Game of Thrones where I'm just I like, bridge just <laughs> yeah, bridge Game of Thrones.
0: It's like they spent too long doing garbage and and then not enough time doing anything that actually matters.
1: Yeah. Isn't it sad though for John? Well, I guess maybe he wasn't questioning his parentage his whole life. He just assumed that what he'd been told was right. But like he finally finds out the truth and he's just like, this sucks.
0: Yeah, it doesn't help him in any way, does it? No. This just makes it more complicated because that means he can't marry the girl he's in love with.
1: Yeah. And he's just sad because it's distancing him from what he thought were his siblings. Yeah, he's now more alone than ever really. Except for
0: Ghost, who's the goodest boy. He's always there. (laughs) Until he's not anymore And he sends oh him away my goodness It's frustrating Then we get Jamie and Tyrion In their conversation And then Bronn storms in
1: The moment Bronn enters Is the moment you know That the episode has gone off the rails Yeah He Is the actor on cocaine Like honestly <laughs> He brings such a strange energy To what has otherwise been a Like Quite a uh, Tense Dramatic yeah. Episode And then he just comes in Like Hey it's I'm gonna me. shoot you It's me they could have just not – if if in the early episode Cersei hadn't been like, have Bronn go kill those two, we would have done without the weird scene that he was in in that episode, yeah. which yeah. was extremely tonally different mm-hmm. from the rest of the episode, yeah. and we would have done without this scene in this episode, which is extremely tonally different from the rest of this episode too. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Why
1: not just cut both? I'm sure that they had cut together the entirety of the whole season before they released it. Yeah. Why not watch it and be like, these work. two scenes yeah. don't do anything – Unless he's going to come up later.
0: Yeah. It has to have some kind of payoff, like he just shoots someone at the end. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's how he kills Jamie.
1: Well, I guess if Tyrion were to die, he can't have what Tyrion has promised him. Mm. So he might be just like, well, that's our and done. Sure. And now Jamie's dead.
0: That's it. Um, I read online that it's, the reason they got him in this season at all is because he's just a really popular character with a lot of the fan base. So right. they had to fit him in somewhere. And that's what they've given him this bounty hunter role where it's like, I'm just this badass because is a badass throughout the whole show.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not seeing it. Zero context me is like, who is this guy? He's just... Why is this? I just can't take him seriously. I don't understand like what the danger is with Mm. him. Although this bit where he punches Tyrion in the face and then Tyrion's like, you broke my nose. And he was like, no, I didn't. I know what a broken nose sounds like. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's like he's a comedy character in a show that has done away with the comedy and he's just sticking around.
0: Yeah, he's (laughs) he's overstayed his welcome.
1: Basically, because like... Game of Thrones was a little bit funnier at times. Yeah. Like Tyrion was funnier, yeah. for example.
0: Absolutely. And also the Hound and Bronn are in the same town right now and they hate each other.
1: Right. Yeah. They well, are, that's why he kind of like snuck in, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a bit sneaky, sneaky.
0: Yeah, just definitely. He's just there because he was a popular character and they didn't really how to wrap his character up properly. So they're like, let's just have him be a bounty hunter and add some tension that doesn't pay off probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. But what a weird way to like wrap a character up being like... If you like if a better offer comes up, I'm coming for you and he just leaves.
0: Yeah, it's such a treacherous character.
1: It's not even a resolution. Like
0: No. It leaves it open and it's like, is this gonna be resolved by the end? They've got very little time to resolve stories unless he just pops in at the last second like everyone's being happy and then suddenly an arrow hits someone. Yeah. And then he's like, Gotcha, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's what's gonna happen.
1: Can you imagine the final episode? Just like everybody's happy and like (sighs) Some of whatever and everybody's celebrating in the throne room and then suddenly just like <laughs> straight through the throat. Captain oh, Black.
0: That's where it End ends. Of episode. He shoots the dragon with a little crossbow. <laughs> oh, little crossbow. <laughs> he shot a big dragon with a big crossbow. So. Mm. Anyway.
1: Is he the one who shot down the other dragon? Not in this episode in the...
0: No, he has shot a dragon, but it was oh. with a very small version of the crossbows that we see later on. So it was like the prototype. It got dragon in the shoulder but didn't kill him. Right, I see. And that was the first time we saw that these things can affect the dragon which is why later on this is like, wow, okay. So dragons are really right soft, really soft things that just get shot.
2: Mm.
0: Anyway, this scene does very little for me. In fact, the only thing I think it achieved was making Jamie think I need to go to Cersei. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe. And,
0: and that sucks. But it's not clear. But like why? Clear.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't know. It's not a clear like Oh no! Cersei's gone this crazy. I better go and see her. He already knew she was crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. That wouldn't motivate. Her. That'd be like, I'm gonna stay away. <laughs> I'm not gonna go back. She's
1: just ordered somebody to murder me. I better go check in on her. Yeah, like, I better go and see. Excuse me. Yeah. That's that makes, makes no sense. Very, that's not useful. Anyway,
0: it's tricky. And another victim of the huge amount of time constraints they put on themselves by not stretching it out of ten episodes, doing in six, they've really limited their amount of storytelling ability. And it's yeah. showing it's showing very clearly. It, In this episode
1: I mean i heard that HBO offered them yeah. A full length season And they didn't take it yeah. What do you think Why Like I mean They probably offered them a full length season But the same amount of money That they were going to make these six episodes with yeah. Maybe they were like We want to Use that money to make six uh, Visually good episodes yeah. um, At and the expense of sort of rush through the story Rather than take our time with the story But have bad visual effects Which like frankly If you can imagine the Battle of Winterfell But they had You know half the amount of money to spend on yeah. it um, wouldn't be great no it wouldn't be great so is that the trade-off that we've made
0: maybe i honestly hope not <laughs> i wish they had done more i think that if you took like the episodes and cut them like 50 minutes each you still end up with almost like eight hours worth of seasons so that's still eight episodes they could have done yeah even nine episodes if they just put all the filler stuff in
1: mm-hmm. made it
0: a bit more game of thrones instead of like condensed game of thrones game of yeah. thrones abridged
1: this is game of thrones abridged yeah. it doesn't need abridging.
0: bridging <laughs> it's already done
1: oh my goodness
0: Hence why we got Bron without any kind of story development, his travelling. It would have been awesome if he passed some people being like, oh, they're not looking too I well. like some soldiers with their eyes missing and stuff. He walked past him. Mm. he's like, oh, jeez, anything at all.
1: I will say that one thing that I don't think this show is doing very well is handling the cuts between people who are in different places. Uh, definitely showing the way that they're travelling between them. Yeah. But you, you'll just be like watching a scene. You'll be like, yeah, Winterfell, Winterfell. And suddenly it'll just be like, bam, King's Landing. And you're yeah. just like, whoa, I had no... No time. There was just no preparation for that. I didn't know that was going to happen. Very little contextualization. I just, yeah. It's rushed. Um, they've, they've rushed it. They're missing a lot of establishing shots or something. I don't know. Or like a lot of shows, what they would do is the characters are talking about something that might be happening at King's Landing or whatever and then you cut to King's Landing. Like normally the dialogue leads you to that yeah. cut. That's not happening in this show. They're just like, well, better check in over there.
0: How are we going to make this work? Yeah. And
1: so then... <laughs> It was weird because you're like watching the Battle of Winterfell and you're just like, at what point in this episode is um, a strange cut to Kin's Landing coming? Because you just didn't know when it was going to happen yep. and then it never did and it was weird mm. as well. Anyway.
0: All right, that's another gripe. gripe. We're all about the gripes. What positivity can we get from this episode? Um, <laughs> Let's get something out of it. And I think it is the next scene with Arya and the Hound. The Hound, yes. Um, so the Hound's off. He's like, all right, I'm done here. Just being his own grumpy self. <laughs> and then, oh, it's Arya. And they have a long story together, a long history. They just, like, survived that battle. <laughs> yeah. In which point the, the Hound actually survived because of Arya, like, yeah. inspiring him to fight again. And then Arya's oh, like, yeah, I'm going to go and kill the queen. And he's like...
1: Mm. let's go together I guess I guess, I guess. but I, he probably doesn't mind traveling with her huh like yeah. of all the people that he could be traveling with yeah. he probably is like yeah you'll yeah. be okay
0: well that's right and they have like a good in, uh, basically their conversations from early in the season are kind of swaps So Arya says the things that he'd normally have said yeah so that's really cute and I think that's much more effectively done than the sunset in him scene yes this is, this is a good way to talk about their characters and I like that they're reunited considering she like almost killed him <laughs> He's yeah. very forgiving Forgiving of most people
1: Yeah Convenient people <laughs> uh, Yeah, I wish his dynamic with Sansa was a little bit different um, yeah. I think it's a shame that they couldn't give him a moment of like um, Acknowledging the fact that he respects her or, Yeah, he like, said I'm
0: proud of you or something Yes,
1: I think that they probably should have done that Because it's yeah. quite clear that he respects the skills that Arya has gained Yes Over the course of her story yeah. um, See that she has
0: changed from porcelain to being solid steel
1: Yeah But yeah, he doesn't really give Sansa that dignity, I guess, Um, which really sucks. Daenerys' costume just looks like it's splashed with blood because of the red stuff that's... So here we get confirmation that Daenerys' dragons didn't both die because we didn't know if one of them had survived, I think, at the end mm, Yeah, Ragal looked very badly he was damaged. And even here you he can see his wing is shredded. Up. Yeah.
0: He's not doing too well.
1: But Daenerys is just so proud of them and he's sort of he's struggling to fly, definitely, but he's managing and she's kind of like, I guess you gotta get out there and exercise them or whatever. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe she should have given him maybe a couple of weeks to recover before mm. flying off, you know, like Sansa said.
1: That's boring storytelling, Jake. Yeah, need Sansa to should have said moving. think about
0: your dragon because like he's not looking too well. Give him a couple of weeks. Maybe patch him up.
1: Put one mm. of those like
0: things from How to Train Your Dragon on.
1: Yeah. Patch up his wing a little bit.
0: Do a, do a solid here.
1: Yeah. I feel like if you went to Gendry and you're like, hey, we need to find some sort of like thing to patch up his wing with. Gendry would be like, hmm, I think I can come up with something.
0: Yeah. Again, oh, could you imagine Gendry just, uh, it'd be so good. Yeah. Literally anyone just with like a cloth and be like, here, let's just patch that up. Well,
1: you <laughs> would have to be really strong cloth. Because you got to like you would have to it's do something to like attach it to the wings yep. as well, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you feel about having like rivets put through his wings. Yeah, you've got to be really clever about it.
1: Looking at the wings here, they kind of like look like bat's wings, I suppose, which means that they're kind of a little bit flimsy. But yep. the reason being that they're light, yep. to carry or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. In a lot of dragon mythology, the dragons have kind of wings that are kind of like like in Yu-Gi-Oh! the blue eyes white dragon, yeah. the wings look like they're made of like steel yeah, or like a metal hard, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is not the case here. These dragons are fragile.
0: Could you imagine if Daenerys had three blue eyes white dragons though? <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Getting to the final, the last four or whatever, and she was like, and my dragons combined to create
0: The Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs>
0: Cersei's like, well, I've just drawn Exodia! No! Obliterate! Obliterate! <laughs> that would be a show to watch. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh! and Game of Thrones. Game of, <laughs> a game of cards!
1: Whoa. <laughs> Holy
0: crap. House of Cards and Game of Thrones. Yu Gi Oh! Card of Thrones. Card of Thrones.
1: Mm. Holy
0: crap. I really want to play Yu Gi Oh! now. You know, that would probably be a really good payoff. <laughs> but can we can we have a petition for like hashtag Why isn't Yu-Gi-Oh? You could just do some sort of
1: like supercut between like you just like it's a Yu-Gi-Oh episode but the voices are from Game of Thrones or it's a Game of Thrones episode but the voices are from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I think that would be something that could be done.
0: <laughs> just instead of saying dracarish just like White Lightning.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. And Bran's a dark magician. Oh, this. Okay, that we'll do an so analysis sense. of the two. We'll do a juxtaposition, yeah, and cross yeah, yeah, study yeah, yeah, examination.
1: Yeah, definitely, we'll write a thesis. Was, oh,
0: could we? Could <laughs> we <laughs> joint thesis? Yes. You can
1: write any kind of thesis about anything. Anyway, so in the following scene, Sansa spills the tea. Uh, why? And just tells Tyrion.
0: I'm shaking my head, just very aggressively <sighs> shaking my head.
1: It's pretty shocking, though, that neither Tyrion nor um, Varys knew this already. Though, frankly. <laughs> like how is how is a secret flying around Winterfell that Varys doesn't know? What a terrible yeah. spy master! Yeah,
0: how wasn't he just hanging out in Sam's quarters the whole time, just being like,
1: mm. "What's Sam know?" Yeah, maybe he just doesn't have enough of his spy people like spying it's around.
0: It's true. It's true. He's very reliant on the spies, the little birds. Ugh,
1: little creepy. birds. So much happened in this conversation between Tyrion and Sansa. But my ultimate question here is. Do you think that Tyrion loves Sansa? I don't
0: think he does. You don't think that? I think he respects her.
1: Okay, because I really got the sense that when he was saying, Sansa referred to Daenerys as your queen Mm. and Tyrion said she's your queen too. And what followed from that conversation was basically him essentially being like, be careful, you're going to get yourself killed by not respecting the fact that she's the queen now, and I really think that he's afraid for her. Yeah, he yeah. knows that Daenerys doesn't like her. Mm-hmm. The only reason that Daenerys probably hasn't executed her is because she's Jon's sister. Like uh, she kind of has that reputation for dealing with people that she doesn't like. Mm. The only reason that Sansa isn't resisting Daenerys more is because of Jon.
0: Yeah.
1: I think he's afraid for her. I think he really is worried that something bad is going to happen to her if she doesn't bend the knee. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, it doesn't capitulate.
1: Yeah, and she says it. She says, you're afraid of her. And I think the appropriate response, Tyrion, is I'm afraid for you. Like mm-hmm. that's what was really going on in the subtext of that conversation, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. this is an example of an actually well done conversation, a good bit of exposition in the story and like yeah. developing some characters still. Um,
1: I just think it's interesting because Tyrion doesn't really let on necessarily that he cares about very many people but then when he and Sansa have moments together where no yeah. one else is looking, yeah. um, I think you get like, a real sense of the real Tyrion. Yeah. Right Absolutely. then. You, I don't think you get that from when he's talking with, say, Jamie. Yeah. Um, and he's had solitary moments with Jamie too. Those two can't be honest with each other and let down their guard like that. It's
0: a tricky one. Um, and it does serve the purpose of like definitely hinting that Sansa doesn't believe in her. Why do you... Like yeah. all she's done so far is be a ruler mm-hmm. by force, but I, I kind of I don't really get Sansa's motives because like this is the lady who's just sacrificed half her army still, mm-hmm. and yes, yeah, she is gonna be the 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 queen of the Seven Kingdoms, and the North is one of those kingdoms, but she isn't inherently belligerent or malevolent. Yeah, she is like not the worst possible outcome still much better than Cersei or any of the people that Sansa's met along the way and just because she clashes with her on a personal level
1: yeah it is a little bit bratty
0: it does feel feel like just another woman trying to rip another woman down
1: yeah I don't disagree with you I think that they they've been a bit crappy with the way that they've handled that frankly yeah I don't know I think that like I like I don't know Daenerys's full story much like Sansa doesn't know Daenerys's full story but if I've heard Like the big news is what travels, right? So Sansa has just heard stories about Daenerys traveling through Essos, forcing kingdoms to bend to her and burning anybody who doesn't do that. And those are the options that she's offering people. And now she's come to my house and convinced my my brother. Like, you know, I think Sansa is looking at Daenerys and being like, I don't know. She doesn't trust her maybe. I don't know. Doesn't
0: think she's stable. I yeah. mean, Sansa hasn't seen a lot of the actions Daenerys has made, though. Like, she hasn't seen...
1: That's the thing. She's heard the stories. She's heard the stories.
0: But yeah. yeah.
1: Again, it's not something that's really addressed. Like, at no point does Sansa say, like, I've heard what she's done. Yeah. Why are you following her? Like, she's never said anything like that. Yeah. They're just passing it off as, like, a bit of rivalry between yeah. two women in power. So, yeah. yeah, definitely not handling it well. But I don't think that Sansa's mistrust is necessarily unfounded. Mm. But I would think that because I like Sansa the most.
0: Yeah. I think she's definitely playing the game the most. Yeah. effectively at this point. Uh, Daenerys is far far more emotional mm. and she makes a lot of heavy decisions, like all yeah. in emotional decisions. Mm. Like Jon, I think. Jon does the same.
1: Definitely. I think it's interesting that Sansa says, what if some- there's someone better? Like, is Jon better? better? He's different. He's a different choice for the throne, but I don't necessarily know that he's better. And Varys says it later in the episode that Daenerys would walk all over him, essentially. Why would that be any different if he was just the king on his own? Mm surely people would just walk all over him yeah. and he would just be like, but this is what's right. And then
2: and
0: they're like, but that's uh, not how this game works, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about what's right. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit hard to, um, I guess, defend that. But Daenerys hasn't done like a lot of, well, I guess she tried to endear herself to Sansa in um, episode two by having that conversation with her. Mm. But obviously they didn't make a lot of headway there. No, um,
0: they got cut off a bit early by did. Theon Ex Machina. On Ex
1: Machina. So, John is leaving Winterfell. I assume to go to King's Landing yeah, with the, the like on. rest of yep. the army, the yep. ones that don't go on the ships. Mm-hmm. So he's got to say goodbye to a bunch of characters we yes. probably won't see again.
0: I feel like we didn't really get a great send off for Ghost. Um, I saw Everybody in the episode, feels that way. Everyone was very yeah. much like this I, was not very well done.
1: I had seen that before I watched the episode, mm. and I was kind of like, did they just like chuck him in the scene? but they actually had a moment where Jon yep. Snow like stopped yep. and looked yep. and yep. whatever. But yeah. he might have been looking at something else in the original script and then they added ghosts later. later. But they did have a whole conversation about how Ghost yeah. should go with Tormund and everything.
0: Yeah. It'd be an awesome spin off show and Ghost.
1: Yes, just like just like sledding around. Just sledding around and like, the oh, they're
0: on a detective chase. Like there's some kind of mystery up in the north. Like, yeah. oh, who is it? And they find like a little community of people that survived. Oh, be because
1: really that land is all theirs now, yeah? Because yeah, yeah. the uh, no white, white workers. workers are gone now, so.
0: They're all gone, uh, Maybe. So that's nice. I think Tormund gets a nice goodbye, but Ghost kind of got sold out a little bit. Maybe that isn't the end for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if like John somehow, at the very end, like in the Shire. when Yeah, the Rings, he like returns to
1: North North.
0: Yeah, Sam's just there yep. living his dream. Um, and then, yeah, we get Sam and Gilly. And this scene kind of, it kind of annoyed me a little bit because like he's like, we're going to name him John, but John didn't even try and help you in the last episode. Ed died for you. Maybe you should call him like Dolores Ed or something.
1: That would have made way more sense.
0: But I love the nod where it's like, I oh, hope it's a girl. That was hilarious. Yeah. That was good. Hey, look, at him. he's got some character left in him. Yeah. <laughs> a hilarious. Nice little rib.
1: Seems unlikely that we'll see either of these two again. Yeah.
0: But it makes sense because he'd like go after the war. I'm assuming he'd take back Horn Hill. Even now, he'd probably be right full heir to Horn Hill, which is his family's chair. Yeah, that's right. Father his father
1: and brother are Toasties. <laughs> Crispy.
0: Crispy bacon strips. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, they could go down there. And I'm sure that he'd be all right with that. He'd probably continue doing his maestering job. Mm-hmm. learning about the world.
1: It's really beautiful. They just real have a... You're my bro. Yeah. You're, no, my, you're my bro.
0: But You're my bro, bro. Except bro. Ed was more my bro because he died for me, but whatever. Oh, Ghost right.
1: is really messed up and He's John just didn't even... Didn't even say good boy. L- like no one's tended to his wounds or anything.
0: Yeah, there's no bandages. Like, do you not no. know how to look after a dog? There's no like medieval veterinarian system.
1: Like Daenerys. John is an irresponsible pet owner. He, is not he great. just he's just like, "Well, I don't want to bring you with me to King's Landing, so I guess I'll just give you to my friend."
0: Yeah. But I think that's probably the best outcome cuz at least told going to look after him and have a bit of fun, you know. Yeah, they'll Share have some a nice meat time. together, you know. Yeah. Be cute, be really sweet. It didn't have the sort of satisfying goodbye that I was h- hoping for. It felt a bit no. cold, like no, not no pun intended, just felt a bit cold. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene is this is where it lost me. This is where the episode should definitely have finished the last one.
1: Oh yeah, because that shot um, of John riding yeah. out of Winterfell yeah. and Tormund and Sam and Gilly and Ghost just looking and watching would yeah. have been like roll credits perfect. Yeah, in
0: um, fact, I'm looking at the timeline now. It's 47 minutes, which is was TV about the same length. length of the first series episodes anyway. So that would have been perfect. Put the credits on, bam. Next episode, we have Daenerys going to Dragonstone inexplicably going to Dragonstone. Yeah. There's no real need to go there unless her army's there, which it is not. They took mm. the whole the whole army north. Anyway, so we have this, it looks amazing. Like the ships, once again, they look really cool. Poorly they're all accurate.
1: flying the Greyjoy sails, aren't they?
0: No, no, that's the Targaryen sails. Is the, it? The Free-Headed okay, sure, sure, sure. yep. Again, they're just sailing straight out the islands, not suspecting that there could be anyone out there. No incredible pirate teleporting guy yeah. that can just teleport a fleet to where it so needs to be. So
1: where are they? Right Dragonstone now.
0: is east so of they King's have Landing. Like
1: stopped at Dragonstone already, and now they're leaving. Dragonstone. They're about to get to Dragonstone. They're arriving at yeah, Dragonstone. So they're arriving
0: okay. at Dragonstone, which is east of King's Landing, which is very close to Euron's fleet would be. They'd be patrolling this area because I'm, I'm surprised they haven't even just taken that island. Yeah, like,
1: uh, why? Well, it's, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a
0: trap, and it's not even like but a why well-executed they, Yeah, threat. why
1: did they think that Dragonstone would be a safe place to go yeah. to? I, if, it, if it's that close to King's Landing. It serves no tactical purpose being there.
0: It's just like a family seat. It doesn't matter. You can get that later. Mm. Um, stick to the plan. Go together. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Even just stick close to the coast and have an army like... There too. There. Like go with them. Yeah. It's not well done. The
1: ships would be moving so much faster than the army and that's the thing. So unless you had the army leave much earlier. Mm.
0: But their conversation between Varys and Tyrion is the important bit. I think that's the whole purpose of this, so they could have this conversation. Like They they went out of the way to go and take them on a boat so they could be in close quarters talking to each other about the situation. Yes. By this point... Varys is in the know.
1: I understand that Varys is like a treacherous character or whatever, but yeah. I'm kind of like, yep, yeah, you do whatever you need to do. Like, I actually think I trust like his judgment here. Wow. Okay, um, <laughs> He's just like, I'll, I'll do what needs to be done. And I'm just like, good. Like at least someone is going to do that. Like, you know.
0: True. True. He's um, always said for the realm. And I yeah. guess he does see John as being a more suitable person. I'm wondering why they just lay anchor here. The boats don't need to be that far away from the coast. They're like they're pretty far away. <laughs> And and also on the wrong side of the island as well. Yeah, this is Dragonstone, which is an island fortress.
1: For some reason, I thought it was King's Landing. Okay, Uh so (laughs) now I'm going to talk about that in spoiler corner. Never mind. But yeah, they're just having some fun, just flying Mm. around. Look at the blood streaming off of this dragon when it gets hit with this crossbow, giant crossbow bolt.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's so...
1: Shut through the heart and you're to blame.
0: (laughs) You give Game of Thrones a bad name. Flash. (laughs) It's the worst and most... Frustrating thing I've ever seen in the show. So
1: let me tell you now why they're on boats. Dead dragon is much easier to animate once it's under the water and you can't see it anymore.
0: Yeah, simple Absolutely.
1: That. Drop it in the water. See ya. Bye. Although maybe it's hard to do the splash of the dragon hitting the water or something. I don't really know about that.
0: But I uh, could just throw a pigeon at water and just copy it. Paint, <laughs> a pigeon, paint the pigeon Whoa. green and throw it at the water. This is the worst scene of Game of Thrones I've ever seen. It is so bad. I'm actually, I felt I sick watching this and that I was done. Her
1: I was dragon not. didn't get hit by a bolt no. just then, too. Because Absolutely. She was right like it, there, much it, closer than the other dragon was. And that was a straight bullseye yeah. to the heart.
0: They did three perfect shots. shots. They did not miss a single shot boom, on a boom, dragon boom. moving at reasonably high speeds. Yep. And quite a lot higher than that was as well. It is so badly done, mm-hmm. it's so badly built that I shut down after this. I'm like, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. This pirate just pops up. It was
1: very shocking. And then Daenerys doesn't even... It doesn't even occur to her that they're going to go for the fleet now. Mm.
0: This is really bad. Are
1: giant crossbows normally a clever way to take out a fleet? Um, These must be so powerful to be able to to smash a ship up like this. Oh, Tyrion. I was so afraid for Tyrion, this whole scene. Um, I
0: watched the behind the scenes and this whole thing was amazingly well shot. mm -hmm. It's a shame that it was garbage, but... (laughs)
1: The scene itself is good, but S- yeah, and then he's just made. like, "Well, see ya." Yeah. Straight into the water where crossbow bolts can't get you. Yeah, they must have just
0: as soon I as they hit like, the water, they explode. While
1: he was underwater, I was like, "Something's gonna fall!" Open your eyes. What are you doing? This is television. This is how it works. Bang. to black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have never been more upset about a scene going like this. Maybe some episodes of Walking Dead they went like this, but this was this was and a new level. And
1: again, it seemed like they were going to end the episode there. They cut to black for such a long time. Yeah. Do you know what's funny here is the Unsullied marching off of the up the beach. <laughs> doing their little march they're just like we just swam kilometers and is that the only way they know how to walk mm. anyway that was comedic for me how did they get Masande?
0: I don't know you don't even see the boats coming near the smashed boats which are a lot closer to shore now than they were originally when they laid anchors it is really bad Karina <laughs> this is mm. terrible mm. to be honest I'd be happy to end the show now <laughs> not even bother watching because it was so poorly so executed. this is
1: the this that's all going downhill from here
0: oh yeah what would it, what have been so? They landed the boats in the wide shot on the side of the island that is unlandable. <laughs> so you can't even get to the castle from that side. Uh huh. It's the other side, which is where you can land, which is the beach side. The dragons were shot down so perfectly. And mm-hmm. then the ships teleported close to the beach for the sake of the people escaping. And then Masande yep. was scooped up by a teleporter, obviously.
1: Yeah, maybe there was a submarine.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at this point because Euron seems to be a, pretty much the ocean god. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so maybe what's going to happen is um, we'll get to episode six and suddenly it will be revealed that this is the industrial age. And <laughs> Surprise! Suddenly, like Cersei's discovered like coal power. Yeah, and this yeah, is sure. Isengard oh now. Oh. And, like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. The end of Game of Thrones no. will be like Cersei will just be like, and now I will lead this nation into the industrial age. Yeah. See your feudalism. See your
0: feudalism. Well, that would be a nice twist, wouldn't it? Like uh, Cersei's grand plan all along was to industrialize. She was like, I've invented
1: trains.
0: (laughs) Welcome. Steam engines. Oh, man. Game changer.
1: I don't know. How did they get Masande? Were they just waiting for anybody to wash up on the beach and it was just convenient that they got Masande? I
0: I honestly don't know. I feel like this was a last minute decision. Mm. (laughs) It must have been to be that badly executed. (laughs) Even have the dragons see this fleet get attacked and then try and help and then get shot. Yes. Or have them land on the island and then suddenly they get volleyed by them yeah. like or even have the
1: shock factor was definitely there though they were just flying happily mm-hmm. and then like bam bam, bam, bam. Yep. yeah i mean if you are flying something she was flying really low mm-hmm. if she'd been flying higher then you they know they should have had scout just,
0: ships as well scouting the area because they should the know dragons that they,
1: probably were supposed to be scouting
0: they should have been a lot higher than um, <laughs> what on earth it's just terrible. Yeah.
1: So I can understand how the, how she didn't see that fleet there because they were kind of well hidden behind wherever yeah. they were. Like, okay. But yeah. It
0: just boggles my mind. It just shows that they are trying to even these odds, make it very even Out mm-hmm. Cersei's troops, Daenerys' troops, by killing one of the dragons so unceremoniously. Yeah. And I feel like it did nothing but aggravate me. Mm. <laughs> it, it made me just like this guy... Can just snipe a dragon. This yeah. guy can just pop up at any given moment and wipe out fleets. Yeah, He better have a good stand in the next episode where he just like absolutely wipes out half of the bloody fleet to make it even better, or, yeah. or he just dies.
1: Oh, yeah. Daenerys is going to like off. just light him up, burn him alive. Although, could she see him? Like, do you think at that distance, do you think she was able to be like, I can That's see your guy. face? Because they were doing like a shot for shot, like we're locking eyes kind of thing, but actually, there was a huge distance. Yeah. You probably couldn't yeah. see each other. So,
0: boggles my mind how yeah. poorly that was executed. For no real reason, because they even mentioned, oh, don't forget about the Greyjoy fleet, which they've seen time and time again are an incredibly effective fleet. Mm-hmm. Daenerys lost all of her fleet because of it. They should have been smarter and be like, let's just not go on the fleet. The thing about navies, they're not really good on land. <laughs> <laughs> so they could have just left the navy out there, all the 180 million ships they've got, teleporters, just leave them there Ooh. and just attack from the land, <laughs> you know keep the dragons on land
1: well i guess it makes sense in the sense that you don't want to waste your army's energy marching that distance when you could put them on a ship and take them that distance or in this case half of them so in terms of the dragons they're not very well personified i don't feel i can't tell the difference between either of them aside from whichever one daenerys is riding i assume that's like her favorite one yeah
0: the big one drogon
1: rude what a rude mother anyway I guess for you guys you saw the dragons when they were like first born and you saw Daenerys I don't know be a mother to them and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff do you feel very strongly about the death of that dragon like is that like a I am so sad much like I'm sad about Jorah dying yeah Yeah. okay because for me it was just like a oh oh there it goes there goes that weapon, which is how they're being treated yeah, in the They this are just season. weapons.
0: It's disappointing more yeah. than emotional response. It's just a disappointment for me. Like, oh, they've just killed off another dragon very easily. Yeah. Too easily. No.
1: Yeah.
0: It's unforgivably easy. There's no real like they oh, don't that have, dragons really pretty. They're
1: not characters, you know, they're, they're just so you, They're tools. The tools of the story
0: yeah. at this point they're just tools. <sighs> poorly done, poorly executed, mm. gripe of thrones. Let's move on.
1: So we move on to Cersei and Kin's Landing saying that she is drawing the people into the Red Keep to prevent, which is your suggestion, which yeah, is that you send the dragons and burn the Red Keep yep. with Cersei in it. I mean, that's a
0: reasonable thing for her to do, I think. Like, what else? Human shields, they work.
1: Okay, so Cersei reveals to Euron that she is pregnant yep, with she, his child. Yep. I don't know how much time has passed here, but don't you think it's a bit early to be knowing that? So, my understanding is that she's actually pregnant with Jamie's child. Um, And so, the suggestion is that perhaps she slept with Yaron to cover up the fact that she was pregnant with Jamie's child. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see that...
0: Misande has been captured. has been captured. It is an odd one, and then we go back to Daenerys. There's no real explanation as to how got caught.
1: So they're on Dragonstone now. Now
0: they're on Dragonstone. This yep. is like this is Aegon's War Chamber. This is her great, 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 great granddad's. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. where he planned his invasion of Westeros three hundred years before. So
1: Daenerys and Tyrion and Varys have a discussion about what they are going yep. to, what they're going to do next. And Varys says to Daenerys, "Don't do this. Don't lay waste to King's Landing. Yep. This is a mistake." Mm-hmm. Daenerys says. I don't care what you think basically. She <laughs> looks in looks him in the eye and says, "I will burn whatever I want to burn yep. to get my throne because yep. it's my right and it's my destiny and yeah, I'm going destiny. to save everybody destiny, yeah. by murdering a bunch of people." Yeah. How confident is Daenerys or crazy maybe at this point that she could look someone like Varys in the eye and say something like that? Like surely she knows what where um, his allegiance really lies. Yeah. Like that's why she's got Tyrion as well because yep. Tyrion yeah. is allied with her like if you're gonna say something like that to any of the advisors Varys is not who I would pick Yeah. for the exact reason in the following scene in which Varys says like he basically says I'll stab her if I think that she's yeah. no longer Coming the best choice the wrong way
0: yeah absolutely that was a hard scene to watch because it's it's not necessarily Daenerys's fault that this is the way it's led this is definitely yeah. the writers pushing it this way like that mag- out of nowhere, the dragon gets shot. That's the story pushing her, rather than character pushing. The dragon
1: her. has been fridged. Yeah, like it, they murdered the dragon, put it in a fridge, and left <laughs> it there for Daenerys to find.
0: <sighs> it's not great. It, it's the story uh, out of convenience, trying to just hurry things up. Yep. They're trying to hustle this whole Mad Queen nonsense, which was written into the books pretty well. Like the the whole Targaryen flip a coin. One's mad, one's not. Yes.
1: And the writers say that they have really seeded this early on. And like thinking about, for example, the way she killed Sam's family. Yeah. She only did that because they wouldn't bend a yeah. knee, yeah. right? And she's all like, well, I am I don't want to be a conqueror, but I will burn you alive if you yeah. don't submit yeah. to me.
0: What am I going to do if they don't bend the knee? I'm going to let them go back and just get their army ready again for another attack. She made the right call like historically people have done this.
1: Yeah but she still maintains that she's not a conqueror despite the fact that she's yes. spent all this time conquering. Yeah,
0: nothing but conquer. Why
1: is no one telling her, by the way?
0: This is actually the definition. You- Someone pulls out a book, the dictionary and it's like, no, this is what like, like, so conquest So see here
1: is? how it says everything Daenerys is doing <laughs> next <laughs> to the word conqueror in this dictionary. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Daenerys the conqueror. That's th- She's a liberator certainly but yeah. Only in Essos. In in Westeros, she would be a They conqueror. just have no... They don't have that... Well, Essos is a completely different continent with yeah. a different structure. It's very much based on like social hierarchy and slavery and stuff. And she did mm. liberate. So, she is a liberator there. Maybe she should have just stayed. Yeah. Because <laughs> the people actually did love her there. Mm. I
1: don't know and, about it. And like I understand. She's really emotional here right now because she just saw... As she said, she, you saw my child fall from the sky. This, is, this has hit her hard. But... Tyrion is pleading with her to try something yep. before she just destroys the whole place.
0: Uh, it's, tr- it's tricky. It's okay. pretty
1: nuts, though, because I suppose... I mean, the dragon packs a punch, sure, but we've just bit proven that they probably have those crossbows set up all over King's Landing yep. now just yep. to, like smash the dragon out of the sky whenever it's time yep. so and like half of her forces probably drowned just now it's like you know a quarter of what she originally brought to Westeros at this point point. and Tyrion is still going like begging with her don't destroy this city that's probably well defended because it's the capital where yeah. the king lives like there's probably a lot of
0: defense systems defense they've systems got uh, two armies in there at the moment
1: and they're still worried that Daenerys is the one who's going to lay waste there like yeah <laughs> maybe that's the way that they're posing it to her rather than being like don't do this because we're going to lose mm. maybe she would Get really offended at that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. It would
0: be unreasonable. Uh, but we do get the next scene, which is yeah. Varys and Tyrion conspiring. Mm. Which. Ugh,
1: and in the meantime, conspiring. I'm worried about who does Daenerys' hair when yeah. Sunday's gone. Yep. So, in this scene with Tyrion and Varys discussing, I guess if Daenerys is still fit for the throne. Mm. What shocks me, I suppose, is how frank they're being. Yes. Because Tyrion is right. What they're discussing is treason. And Varys openly admits to Tyrion, who has made it clear he is loyal to Daenerys, mm. Varys admits that he basically says, I would kill her mm. if I thought it was for the best. Yes. And I really I really respect his position, to be honest. I really respect that. But is Tyrion not performing treason by not then having Varys killed?
0: Maybe. Yeah, he's conspirator, (laughs) co-conspirator. You know, basically, because
1: like he knows that there's a threat standing like just behind her shoulder now. Mm. Yes. Um, Any second he could just. And he just.
0: Yeah, maybe it's because Tyrion's conflicted because he doesn't actually know, which is annoying because Tyrion should be one of the characters that know how to make a call.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, It's it was a great scene, great dialogue between the two of them. Yeah. I love that Varys is like this total Marxist. He's <laughs> like for the people. Yeah, <laughs> um, I
1: like it. Why do you think Tyrion is so conflicted?
0: I'm not actually sure. Neither I'm am I. I'm not sure if it's been developed properly and clear. Has so he
1: just not seen enough of this madness that Varys is so frightened of yep. in order to be convinced yet? Yep. Or is, is he that it? Does he it? need to see her murder a bunch of people yep. first before he will make that call? Before,
0: yeah. 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 Maybe he just has faith in her. Um, I don't know why he would. Have such strong faith in her. Um,
1: well, I guess she's listened to him in the past. Yeah,
0: that's true. I'm really keen to see how that plays out. If Varys tries to kill her, well, well he's doomed. I don't think that Varys will be the one to kill Daenerys. Targaryen. No, that
1: would not make a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: But he'd have an important part to play in. He eventually does, I think. Yeah. If she does die, it'd be interesting. It might be because see.
1: there's something he does, not yeah. necessarily him wielding him the doing, knife. Yeah, putting
0: the yeah. blade and, oh, It is going to be really big this scene is really important and i love the way it's actually in the throne room yeah (laughs) as well that was really interesting but it makes sense because like master whisperers i'm sure he would know if there's people around (laughs) it fulfilled the purpose of setting up the audience starts to question
1: yeah it's definitely putting the doubt in our minds about because i feel like prior to this everybody's been like yeah Daenerys, go take the throne yeah um like i feel like a lot of the like audience support has been on her side and then suddenly like it in one episode it's really taken a turn yeah, so quickly. And so I get, yeah, they're just trying to give a voice to communicate to the yeah. audience. That yeah.
0: It's so abrupt. This episode's too abrupt to have so much going on in it and not really yeah. flesh anything out properly. Flesh. flesh. I've got this written down. It all goes downhill in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It just quickly snaps. Imagine if there was just one more episode in here laying these seeds correctly. Mm-hmm. It would have been more fluid, like killing the dragon properly instead of just.
1: So Santa reveals to Jamie that the fleet has been attacked yeah. and she basically says, I'm really sad I'm not going to be there when Cersei gets yeah. killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good
0: line, great line.
1: Yes, definitely. And Jamie is like, oh gosh, it didn't occur to me before now that the result of this conflict might mean that Cersei is killed. Yeah, That didn't occur to me before now, That's definitely. That's a very
0: strange thing not to have mm-hmm. occurred to him.
1: And then time passes and it's nighttime now mm-hmm. and he's obviously been thinking about this all day. Yep. Um, dwelling on it. Really, really dwelling on it. And so he makes the decision and he's going to go to King's Landing. Yep. I'm not sure what he's hoping to achieve because he will not beat the fleets there anyway. No. no. So anyway, he's intending to go to King's Landing because he needs to be with Cersei. Yep. Brienne begs him not to go. A lot of people had a lot of problems with this scene because it's a real, I guess, reduction of her character, really reducing yep. her to just... And like I don't think we're going to see her again. Maybe, maybe not, like, no. If the armies were going to have marched, surely they will have marched by now. Yeah. So Brienne did not go with them. She stayed with Sansa, which yeah. makes a lot of sense. So I feel like her story has come to a close here and Jamie's going to leave her behind and that's kind of it. And the last that we see of her potentially is her crying and yeah. begging Jamie not to leave, yeah. which kind of sucked. Yes. But a lot of people also have complained about the... This is basically like an erasure of... Jamie's redemption arc. Yeah, it kills um, it. Yeah, absolutely. So the way I want to frame this decision of his then is to consider Jamie's relationship with Cersei as closer to an addiction. Yeah, in which case it makes perfect sense.
0: That does make a lot more sense than just seeing it as a, like yeah.
1: This is a arc. this is a toxic relationship, yeah. and he has done his absolute best to distance himself from it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and frankly, he's done his best to get himself killed so that he doesn't have to um, go, back go. You know, <laughs> fall um, back into the cycle. He absolutely did not have to go to Winterfell to help them fight. He no. could have gone anywhere to get away from Cersei, and he chose to go mm-hmm. to the one place where he probably was going to die. Mm-hmm. And then now we're down to the crunch, and much like a lot of people who are in these toxic relationships he does an about face and has to go back. I don't think that at least so far him choosing to leave is not necessarily a complete erasure of that redemption arc because he very well could be going to try and convince Cersei to lay down arms yep. and surrender and maybe try and help her escape we're not sure that he's intending to go fight alongside her but i definitely have a lot more sympathy for that um yep. choice that he's made than i think a lot of people are offering him absolutely uh, but the fact that it's paired with this scene beautifully performed scene with brienne but yeah just a uh, you've brought her character arc full circle and then turned her into a like sobbing yeah. mess yeah. see ya you know, like she gets knighted. She survives this battle. She gets apparently the man of her dreams. I don't really mm. know about that. And then is it common knowledge that Jamie and Cersei...
0: At this point, yeah, it's pretty well Everybody kind of knows yeah, that. knows it, yeah. yeah. Rumors are everywhere now. Mm. Especially after Tywin died, their dad died. Everyone yeah. just started talking about it openly because no one was afraid.
1: <laughs> right. Just a really unfortunate treatment of her character for sure.
0: Yeah. And another character betrayal. Yeah. Not, not the first one in this episode, which is really odd. They're just, at this point, they're just hastening the characters getting to where they need to be to finish them.
1: Yeah. I think he should have just left her. I don't think that she should have begged him to stay. Yeah. She should have woken um, up and
0: been like, fooey. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. And
1: just been deserted.
0: And she's like, oh, that's right. I'm a tough ass woman. I don't need him anyway.
1: Yeah. And just gotten on with business. Yeah. yeah pulls Starbucks. She's got stuff Starbucks. to do. Yeah. drink. Take a drink of that Starbucks. Yeah. But I've got shit um, to do. And yeah, you've got stuff to do with Sansa. You're busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's much you know, more important. And the next, than Jamie. Thing,
1: next thing we see, she's just like, I don't know, chopping wood and like helping yeah. to rebuild stuff. Yeah, like, that, would be so good. <laughs> that would have been much nicer. Or training with Pod, just like, we got. but really yeah. sl-
0: slightly aggressively, like, oh, I'm a bit miffed, but I'm like, yeah. you know. Anyway.
1: Maybe this isn't the last we'll see of her, but it feels like it is.
0: I hope it isn't because she has been such an important character throughout the whole yeah. show. As you were saying before about his addiction, I think that's a really interesting way to look at it because <laughs> throughout the show, he's virtually divulged that he has always cared about the people and the mm-hmm. greater picture. The way he killed the mad king. He stabbed him to save the whole of King's Landing. Yeah. Then in this he says, I would have killed all of River Run to see her again. That is this that is what an addict would say. I would do anything to get my my taste, my, my fix, fix my yeah. fix back. That's awesome, Karina. I think you should mm-hmm. put that on
1: Reddit. Just I don't I, I don't want to claim I probably read that on oh, Twitter okay. to be honest. Yeah. It's I might so have read an article about it. Yeah. I, but I don't remember at this yeah. point, unfortunately. I really need to pay attention to what I see on the internet. Yeah, um, take
0: references and stuff.
1: The number of times I've brought up memes in this, and then yeah. I've been like, I can't find it again. Sorry, like, no. I should be screenshotting we should everything. Say
0: that, definitely, sorry. Mm-hmm. Acknowledgements to all the people that have helped us along this journey, yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. This is it's conflicting. It is something that an addict would say, they would, yeah. they and would just like virtually lie to themselves to yeah. try and get themselves to and where look at go. the
1: glint in his eye when he's saying, like, I would have done all of these things. Yeah. Like, but on the flip side, is he saying this to Brianne to be like, don't? like waste but, your time yeah. with me like yeah. is he trying to be like I'm gonna end this on a really bad note yeah. so that you can move on yeah, or don't whatever the deal is me, here hate like, you, know? you hate
0: me it's easier to hate me than to love me when I do this yeah
1: like is this a mislead and he's just saying this and he's intending to go and kill Cersei I hope so um, really-
0: <laughs> oh my god that'd be that a makes off. a lot a lot yeah. of
1: sense to me. Maybe he doesn't know yet. Yeah, he hasn't. Maybe he just it. knows he needs to go there. He needs yeah. to be there when she dies, yeah. whether he's involved in it or not. Yeah. he's got to be there, and yeah, probably die alongside her. Mm-hmm. How else could you end their stories? <sighs> really? I...
0: Sword through the chest or dying together. Really. Yep. It's gonna be huge. Mm. And I'm not sure if I'm gonna be happy with the outcome. And then we get to the, the final standoff. Set. The standoff with all five of the Unsullied in the background um, that survived that.
1: Mm-hmm. that shipwreck all five yeah, well, it's way more than five there's <laughs> definitely
0: more than five but there's definitely not thousands mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe a couple of hundred maybe a hundred um, yes, but yeah definitely. it's a standoff and it's
1: Cersei is looking well confident right now yeah Masande is looking pretty drowned mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But there's your crossbows you mentioned the big yep, big they're crossbows they So many of them all aimed down. This would be a really good time for Cersei to just be like, all right, fire, and then just wipe them out. (laughs) We saw what they could do to boats. Imagine what they could do to unprotected people on the ground. There's the dragon in the background, which is cool. Um, Probably close enough to be shot still. Like, they shot him from, like, 100 years away. Yeah. Frustrating, but, you know, it's a parlay. Mm. This is where my geography gripe came from. So, like, it's just barren. It's barren wasteland out the front. Like, that doesn't even look appealing. And when there's a city like this, if there was a flat ground, there'd be, like, villages outside the city, like... Yep. it be something Normally It isn't great
1: And so Old mate creepy dude Comes out of King's Landing yeah, To Ka- talk Ka- to Tyrion <laughs> Qyburn Sure Tyrion is not a fan mm. So these are both Hands of the Queen Yeah Yeah So yeah, that's why hands. they are both Going to Parley Parley And Tyrion is just He has tries to talk to kyburn And then he's just like Ugh, Let me talk to my sister And he goes there <laughs> To shout up the wall Hey Cersei <laughs> Let's not, huh? <laughs> and she says, yeah, nah.
0: No, nah, we are doing this. It's going to happen.
1: She looks so confident.
0: And the whole, the whole conversation is just another example of them c- killing Tyrion's ability to be a good strategist. Mm. This should never got to this point.
1: <laughs> yeah. No one's even like trying to sneak in or anything. Yeah.
0: This would be a great time to do a distraction, divert mm. everyone to the front, like even Neuron's there so he yeah. can't just teleport and kill someone right now. Mm-hmm. Send Davos in the back to... Do, did-le-do, 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 did-le <laughs> on his boat, like super speed in, Ari goes up. Or <laughs> well, she just goes to like hide in the room, and then Cersei goes she's back, sna- cracks a knuckle, gets a glass of wine, stabbed. Stabbed. Wow, wouldn't that be great? That would be. Instead, we're having this Better really awkward parlor happens. where Kyber's like, "Oh, we're not going to capitulate to you. No, 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 no. We've got to kill Miss Sunday."
1: Cersei doesn't look afraid, and understandably, because there's like five people there that are trying to threaten her. Yeah. it's really like a David and Goliath situation here, like you know, and. Tyrion is presenting it like, you guys are in real danger here. Like, you, this is going to be really bad if you don't yeah. give up. And everybody's like, we just don't believe you, you know? Mm-hmm. We understand you have a dragon, but we've got all these dragon crossbows. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're not afraid. Yeah. And, yeah. Tyrion's pretty brave here. Do you think that Cersei might have ordered him shot? No way
0: to well, There's all these guys with their bows ready to go.
1: They're ready. Knocking their arrows. This, this
0: whole scene annoyed me even more than, almost as much as the dragon being shot just mm-hmm. by how like they're happy to do really ra- abrupt stuff but then they're happy to draw out really really
1: spend a lot of time stupid here.
0: stuff as well like this is an unrealistic situation i feel but it does echo season two mm-hmm. so in season two daenerys and like 20 people uh, go to the gates of karth and daenerys is like let us in or i will come back and i will destroy your city when my Everybody full dra- like, dragon <laughs> and, nah. like, and they're like nah and then they do come out and parlay and let her in to take her dragons essentially but this echoes that and there was a couple of like gifts of that scene and this scene contrasting mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. Daenerys now has that power to do it and she only brought a small army.
1: I thought a lot about why it was Masande that was captured here. Mm-hmm. And I just, the only reason that I came to, like, obviously they're like, we got to kill off Masande to make Daenerys angry enough, which is, of course, another fridging mm-hmm. of a character who probably deserved a better ending than that. Yeah.
0: And Grey Worm as well, I guess, because yes. he's in love.
1: The reason that I came up with is that they are very exposed here. It looks like it's really easy to fall off. Um, <laughs> and Cersei comes up to Masande and says, better say your last words, right? Masande unfortunately, comes from a peaceful race of people because anybody else would have pushed, pushed Cersei yeah, off. Yeah, you
0: dropped her hold, you'd be, she'd be over there dead. Second. S- super dead. Two kills in one. No
1: one is close enough to stop her from, especially if she jumped too, which yeah. would have been cool.
0: Like a second later, so she lands on Cersei's body so she can like, we'll not break loose. We'll just like a,
1: um, <laughs> put your handcuffs over the person and then drag them with you kind of. Oh, like, that yep. would have been pretty cool. Uh, but Missandei is peaceful and yeah, so.
0: We should have wrote this. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been great. There's so many things that could have been better yeah. than what they did. And I'm not entirely sure why they did it.
1: Also, Tyrion reveals here that he knows that Cersei is pregnant, right? Yeah. I wait. can't believe they didn't cut to a reaction Mural. shot from Euron, being, being like, like how did you like that? like the mathematics names, the sort of math names? Exactly yeah. Like try that. to figure it out. Being like, wait, so if we just and then Tyrion's been gone for and it's been at least uh, three hours, and I just don't <laughs> even And she shouts Dracarys.
0: Dracarys.
1: White lightning <laughs> <laughs> Exodia. <laughs> Obliterate.
0: Oh, Boy. See, right now I think Cersei could win this quite easily. She's mm-hmm. got a huge advantage emotionally. It's only episode
1: opponent. four though, and she knows that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they had us in the first half. I was pretty convinced this is gonna be awesome. Oh, look like, at her. Remember how much time they gave us in episode one when they were in that castle with all the blood splatters all over the spot. They gave us time yes. to be like, oh, this is tense. This is tense, building it, building it, and then there's the wall full of limbs that was yeah. awesome then you get this episode where everything's just like really quickly done it's
1: definitely mismanaged especially yeah. compared once again to the battle of winterfell where you were just on the edge of your yeah. seat for the entire episode yeah.
0: Yeah, it was perfect it, w- it there were things that were faulty like the fact that didn't mm. really explain the night king or give him motivations but god i was tense the whole time yes. i couldn't sleep properly this one i didn't want to remember this episode and no. there's a lot of times in this podcast where we've had to stop and be like, what did they say? What again? is even happening? I shut it off a lot. I shut down a lot. And some of them were really good because they did justify a couple of things, but not enough to forget things. Yeah. Not not, not enough to forgive things, sorry. What's <sighs>
1: interesting about it though is it's really being let down in the t- storytelling and perhaps in the editing, uh, but the performers are doing such wonderful work yeah. and the cinematography is really fantastic. And yeah, we just end the episode on Daenerys looking pretty uh, ferociously upset. <laughs> Uh, which is doesn't bode well for anybody in no. the next episode, I guess.
0: Mm-mm, not one bit. But yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they do here. Oh, what man. they're going to follow this up with. They've, a lot of speculation coming from this episode is the Mad Queen theory. And I'm like, but like for the rest of the season, she's been like relatively level-headed. I can get now, Sunday's dead, Jorah's dead. Two of her advisors are conspiring against her. Jon doesn't want anything to do with her. She's got very little in the world yeah. except for her dragon and Grey Worm because Grey yeah. Worm's incredibly loyal. They've got no Dothraki leader anymore. Like they've obviously like, oh yeah, the main leader of the Dithraki died. So we're not going to replace him with a character that we can just quickly like be like, this is another leader.
1: You Why did they I mean? kill off the main leader of the Dothraki? They like- haven't
0: come back and be like, ah, that's not or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's got very little in the realms of like actual supportive structures to help her come back from this point of no return, which I'm yeah. seeing is coming. Which makes sense if she does turn fully mad, but they are very clearly making it Cersei is now at an advantage. Yes. To make it, I guess, more dramatic when...
1: When they win. When because they, Cersei's not going to win. No, that I'd, would be crazy. It
0: would be pointless to the story, like at this point. I mean, they could have a good swerve. They do like swerving It's Game of Thrones, like they just did with the whole dragon being shot out of the sky. Yeah. But the swerves need to mean something. They can't just be plot tools, like little moments. They have to be a lead up to something.
1: I don't think that you can end an entire series on a twist like that. Yeah. I think that that's... Be- like irresponsible storytelling we're
0: complaining now (laughs) imagine what we would complain like oh man (laughs) golly it it left me with a sour taste in my mouth and i was like i just want next week to hurry up so i can see what's going to happen next Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i still haven't watched that episode so let's see what happens yep oh boy i'm
1: ready um
0: (laughs) okay so shall we go for the hot take with jake
1: yeah let's do it all right
0: let's go for the hot take with jake okay ready I was so vexed by the dragon being so, shot so unceremoniously out of the sky that I had to go and find some kind of way to make the next episode not just be, oh, no, the dragon's going to get shot the whole time. So I found two theories online. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for these? I'm ready. Well, I was talking to, uh, to my workmates about it while I was at work on Thursday, and I was like, all right, this is what's going to happen. And they were all like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, right. Okay, so the first one, in season five, Jorah and Tyrion are floating through Valyria, which is the home of the, the Valyrians. Targaryens are related from them. And dragons all come from Valyria. Sure. And while they're rowing through, they see Drogon fly over, who's run away at this point. He's, been, he's being an adolescent. He ran away from home. Uh-huh. And he's flying over. And a lot of people have theorized that he actually went to Valyria to swap gender, because dragons can apparently do this, and lay eggs. And the theory is that in this episode, in the flash forward, you see Euron looking up in the sky like hell confused. Like he shouldn't be confused there's a dragon coming. He should know that there's a dragon coming. He's got crossbows to kill dragons. What he isn't expecting is an entire army of dragons to turn up. All like juvenile dragons like two to three years old because Mm -hmm. it's been about that long since then. So the entire army of dragons appears like all... Being commanded by just like, the last of the, the last of the Valyrians, mm-hmm. and they were like, like all different types, like how to train a dragon, like this, <laughs> like big chunky one and a big like super long ones and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. And I was like, you know, at this point, I'm totally in on that because like. They've done some things to me in this episode. The
1: dragons just kill all the people and that's the end of Game that's of Thrones. The end. Just um, people get eradicated okay from that. this world and it's Dragonland yeah. now. Yeah, it's Dragonland. Game of like Dragons. They completely
0: swerved us and like, actually, magic is here to stay. Yep. And like, then the dragon riders come along and Aragon turns up and it's just a great time. You know, like, <laughs> nah, great... the
1: elves, this is the West yeah, and the they're... elves just like oh. pull up and they're like, Ha, oh, we finally made it.
0: Yeah, and then Smaug turns up because he's a massive <laughs> dragon and he's like, oh, yes, look at all the gold and the hand, yep. the, Jamie's hand's there. <laughs> Anyway, so that's one theory. And like that is a big stretch. That is a huge stretch. But at this point, yeah. I'm willing to accept it because if they can have a teleporting navy just appear at any moment and kill a dragon, why can't there just be an army of dragons that was laid five, three seasons ago and they could even... Re- four seasons ago. Three mm-hmm. seasons. They can even re- relay back to it and like, oh yeah, dragon can swap genders. Why not?
2: Mm-hmm. At this
0: point. Oh, Meraxxus the Draxis did that in like the 1300s or whatever. <laughs> they could fit it in. War. They could easily fit it in. Like yeah. Bran could even explain it. Brand I don't knows. even care. Do it. The second one, this one's more realistic. Okay. And when I did tell people at work this one, they were like, that's wicked. Mm-hmm. This one also originates from Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I saw this one and I was like, yeah, I'm in. And this one is from, I believe it was called the Spanish Leaks. Uh-huh. Where in this episode, before Daenerys sends any of her armies off, Gendry rocks up on Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. Conveniently. To Gendry ex machina. Yep. And he's like, oh, I've brought something. Dragon armor
2: who would have thunk it
0: who would have thought to you know strap some armor on a dragon to stop some big bolts hitting it yeah and it seemed really like oh why wouldn't why didn't you do why, that from the why beginning like, think of that, yeah. I mean, it would make sense to lead it up to it by having two dragons killed by a relatively conventional means like one ice spear and one three ballista shots played up drogon with some nice chest plates and some neck things and a helmet put a saddle on him because Daenerys mm. could just fall off him in any second and I was like I'm in with Armored Dragon yes. that seems like the cheapest and easiest way to go about it make it an actual threat so that he can be shot we can see it very clearly when like, he attacks a fleet beep, he attacks Euron and it bounces off. off and everyone that's when Euron's face is like oh damn
1: yeah. that ain't great we are in trouble we should have
0: thought about Armor because <laughs> we put it on our horses, we put it on our people. Why not put it on a dragon? Yeah.
1: But I guess on the flip side, though, crossbows are designed to puncture armor that's, that's true. like the purpose of them. So, yeah. if the dragon went close enough to burn King's Landing, surely it's close enough for that. So be I mean, pierced, I guess yeah. the Valyrian steel is they could lace the
0: it with dragon glass and stuff to make it a little yeah. bit more oomph or make yeah. it nice and thick because dragons seems pretty strong, you know, you could probably yeah. carry at least a ton of armor.
1: Yeah, Just- mm-hmm. It was
0: a, it was a good thing, and I think that would re even the odds a little bit because we're in a disadvantage on. Demo- it's Daenerys weird that side.
1: after the first dragon was killed, they didn't think, didn't about, think it. about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, this also had Daenerys having sword and armor as well, and that was like that's unlikely. I don't think Daenerys would. She's just not look, Why would she fly with a sword anyway? Because like, what's she gonna do? Like scoop down like a rider? Ride. Uh, I'm like, ah, there's Urukai's head. <laughs>
1: Beheaded.
0: And like her arms aren't long enough to reach there. But she might have learnt from the whole swarming on top of Drogon thing to have some kind of armor for herself or yeah. even a saddle or some kind of weapon with she her. She did
1: have to duck to get to like, the, a crossbow thing nearly got yeah. her and she had to duck. Yeah. So maybe, was... yeah.
0: So that's my hot take. Just try and find something that can get me some kind of energy moving into the next episode without yep. knowing yep, that yep, 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 people yep. are just going to be wiped out. It's going to be a nuke, nuke going off in yes. or something.
1: yes. It's time for spoiler corner. Oh yeah. Okay, so spoiler corner. Here's what I already knew about before I went into this episode. I knew that Sansa was going to be a terrible secret keeper. Ugh. So that had been spoiled. Everybody was doing memes like Jon Snow tells Sansa the secret and like two seconds later, she's just like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and Jon Snow's He's like, I'm still everybody. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, ju- I just, as uh, you pink, you swore. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I definitely knew that that was coming. I also, this is the first time I've come across a spoiler that I think has dramatically affected my experience of an episode some people might find that really shocking some people might be like if i found out about anything i would be really upset in this particular instance what i saw was um, somebody had taken the shot of the two dragons flying and they had cut it right before the crossbow bolt Mm. hit the dragon that died Mm. and they said like something to the effect of this is like his last moments or something like that and so what was different about so i knew that that dragon was going to die what was different about this spoiler was that i saw the actual footage of like the moment before it happened Mm. and they even said like crossbows or whatever and so when that moment happened i was like everybody else had like a oh, the dragons are having such a nice time. This is really beautiful, ah, kind of thing. And then I was watching it like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, and then it came. And that, it like, completely dramatically changed the way I experienced that moment. So I was sad that I saw that. And, yeah, what I thought was interesting about it was if somebody had said that to me in words, I would have been like, yeah, whatever, and not really understood exactly when it was going to happen because I saw the exact footage Mm of the moments before, I w- it like it completely changed the scene for me.
0: Yeah. That's the curse of the internet, spoiling things.
1: Indeed. So that was that was a rude spoiler, I yeah. thought. Yeah. I also learned how to pronounce Masande.
2: <laughs> Is that the <laughs> meme where it's mus-
1: <laughs> So the meme was basically like when you drop your ice cream at the beach and then it was footage of grey worm <laughs> on the beach being like Masande <laughs> Masande. <laughs> and so I was like, oh that's how you say it. Masande. sunday my sunday so that's yeah beautiful. that's that's what i learned and then i also knew that Masande was going to die that her last words were going to be Dracaris. so everybody was like oh my gosh she told the told Daenerys to burn them all like so amazing but i knew that she was going to be beheaded specifically
2: mm-hmm.
1: because of the spider-man meme i saw which was the two, you know, that one with the two Spider-Men? Like, I guess yeah, one of them's a like, coat hey. and they're pointing at each other, like, hey, we look at you're the same as me, or whatever is happening mm. there. Anyway, these two Spider-Men were headless, and the caption was something to the effect of N- Ned Stark yeah. seeing Masande. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess she's gonna lose her head. Next minute. <laughs> Next minute. She did. She did. She did. Uh, um, I saw that
0: one too. Yes. But I saw it after I watched it and I was like, ah, that's uh, a <laughs> good one.
1: I laughed a lot when I saw it, but I don't have the same attachment to characters like Masande that that's other true. people have. So she seemed perfectly good and didn't deserve to die for no. sure. Now we move into my pros and cons for the episode. This is where it's taking a turn because prior to now the episodes have been very good. I didn't actually count up my pros and cons though, so I'm not really sure if I've got more or less. So we're gonna do this in, yeah. So first pro, Starbucks.
0: Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) most people would consider that a con but I think that's just so hilarious that I just I really appreciated it and I really appreciated that it was still there even though it had been (laughs) scrubbed elsewhere I really appreciated that they care so little about Australian viewers that they couldn't be bothered to scrub it from Foxtel so that was really really wonderful and I was really excited to be like a part of that because I'd really seen a lot of memes about it so Mm. I guess that's a spoiler that I experienced too as I knew the Starbucks Cup was going to be there. The other pro that I really liked is the scene where Daenerys asked Sansa how long she thought that the armies needed to and Sansa said, yes. I need to check with the officers. I really thought that that was a really great line um, indicative of a really great leader, I think. Yeah, I just have so much respect for Sansa so she could just be in any scene and i would be like, yes, do it. I absolutely agree. The other pro is Arya rejecting the life she always knew she never wanted in the form of Gendry's proposal. I don't know a heap about Arya necessarily, but I think she said like a bunch of times across the series. And I believe I've seen memes of it or whatever where she just says like, I was never a lady. I never wanted to be a lady and I'm not a lady and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And then i Gendry is just like, I have this amazing thing to tell you. Like <laughs> it's so good. And you can just come with me and give up your life that you've chosen and just come be a lady come, with come me. And she was like, yeah, nah. Hard pass. Right, that's hard pass. <laughs> you're, you're nice, but no oh honey <laughs> oh no so yeah it was just so funny like the moment he was like i'm a lord now she was like well you're just no longer a prospective." not interested um, <laughs> for me i just am not interested Ugh. in that Ooh. the other pro that i had was i thought it was hilarious when the unsullied uh were marching up onto the beach after they'd nearly drowned what they hell? were just like march 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 and i was like what are you doing you guys just swam so far um, so I actually laughed out loud mm. when I saw that She's, This show's not a comedy So, you know And I liked that some of the Dothraki survived I like that Yeah But attached to that is a con Which is that they survived off screen uh, They just didn't even get any Convenient. screen time to we, Did we even see any Dothraki in this episode we at all? We saw
0: one at the War Council Right And I think that's the new leader Who was unnamed Cool, thanks guys
1: So now we're into the cons Daenerys deciding to sail ahead and not go with the rest of the army. Unforgivable. Inexplicable. I just, I can't even. My next con is the dragon negligence. Um, She just kind of letting them fly around exposed, just heading into enemy territory. You'd think you'd just be a little bit more careful about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that they were, the dragons are injured, so she's letting them exercise their wings and build up strength and everything, and she was looking at them very fondly, but You know, And this really pairs really well with the negligence of poor Ghost because no one looked after him at all. And John was just like, well, having a pet's really hard work. I'm just going to abandon it now. Um, Dole you off to someone else. Yeah, especially after this dire wolf came out of nowhere to come help you fight some zombies. That really sucked. Shocking. But I hope that Ghost lives a nice life up in the... I'm calling it the North North. North-North? It's like Northwest, but North-what? North-North. north, 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 north. north. Even more North. The Ultra-North. Extra-North. True North. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Anyway, so the North. I didn't like the scene where Santa made light of being raped and claimed that she is stronger Mm. because of it. A lot of people got very upset with that because she says that she would have remained a little bird had that not happened Mm. to her, suggesting that the only way that a female character can become strong is by having something disgustingly horrible happen mm-hmm. to them that's gross and really mean and terrible and i hate that i hate that a lot some of that scene i was like yeah okay and but like the more you try to dive into that to justify it the more you trip up on the fact that it's just not really very well handled and for i don't know if anybody who's ever had any kind of similar experience that would have just been really horrific to watch but
0: yeah to be so casually
1: Yes, casual is the word for it. It just wasn't very well handled, I didn't think. You would just think like verbally, you could probably treat it with a little more care. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the kind of thing that suggests to me that this is a show that probably shouldn't be dealing with those topics is if you can't handle it in dialogue, you yeah. can't handle showing it either. Yeah. Come on. Um, so that's really that's really disappointing. Yeah. So anyway. Um, and then my final con was Brianne Crying. When yeah. Jamie left, I thought that was re- like, again, as I said, wonderfully performed. Both actors did really, really wonderful work in that scene. And I was, it was really emotional and everything. But the whole time, I was just like, this just is really debasing, mm-hmm. maybe, but also a little bit out of character. It was weird. It was just, yeah, it just felt like they were just like, okay, we're done with this storyline. We better just wrap yeah, it up. Let's wrap it up. It guys. really felt like a wrap Ugh. up. Um, and I hate that's that, that that's how she's wrapped up. I yeah. really hope that she gets to be in some other scenes yeah. and get some more triumphant moments before the end of the series because i hate it if this is the last moment that we get especially after she's been finally been knighted after yep. all of this time mm-hmm. and then yeah to have that achievement just like wiped away by
0: the final scene because it's someone else's poor motivations
1: yes i just mm. gripes city unforgivable <laughs> Yeah, I think that was all. So I think actually it was the same amount of pros and cons this time around, perhaps. So oh, wow. that's a bit surprising. But I still definitely came out of the episode. I guess my ultimate con is that I came out of the episode being like, huh? yeah, what was that for? I agree. Uh, and just kind of What's not really being into it.
0: Yeah, it was poorly paced. It was poorly managed. And the story has now become mm. a very inferior version of what it could have been, possibly should have been.
1: Yeah. It just, uh, yeah, it really felt very choppy. The whole episode felt really choppy and strange. Yeah, whiplash. Um, just, uh, all over the place, yeah. And, like, we definitely got bits of that in episodes one and two. Yeah, so, yeah. it's not completely out of character for mm. this season. But because the, um, episode three was so strong, mm. it really took it. it was like a dive. Yeah. Um, and it just, yeah.
0: It really went downhill. hmm <laughs> mm-hmm. Any final thoughts? What are you looking forward to next week?
1: Next week, I don't even know what I'm looking forward to. I hope that they all like the armies all come together and everything and it's not just like Daenerys just being like, I'm so mad and just like just flying around there being crazy. Like I just I hope that there's some they spend some time waiting for the other armies to arrive and kind of like they convince her to approach it with like some kind of strategy. I can't even – I don't even know. Based on this episode, I, I'm actually really struggling to work out what the next episode will even be about yeah. because they've got two episodes left to wrap all of this up and so obviously we've got like a, a battle episode. I'm as, as I understand, the penultimate episodes of the Game of Thrones seasons tend to be like the quite big, huge. The big swerves and big, so, big set pieces and stuff. Yeah. So we've got a big battle coming and I can't mm-hmm. – even like considering what they gave us in episode three, I, can't, I kind of can't wait to see like what they give us in yeah. episode five. Oh, boy
0: it's gonna be massive I'm, I'm excited for it only because of how disappointed i was in this episode i'm hoping mm-hmm. different director different way of hopefully different writing <laughs> will somehow redeem that yeah. absolute pile of garbage that i just watched like it really went downhill like yeah. first half that was fine mm-hmm. i feel like that was great could end it there do another episode give it some more time to flesh out those plot elements just mm-hmm. oh, i'm looking for something now like yeah don't disappoint me guys <laughs> please mm-hmm. i've been committed to this for so long as the, as the the one that's been watching this for seven seven years yep it is it's hard to watch it just decrease so quickly in quality and seems to be just like a bit of a oversight that like oh we forgot about the story in the end <laughs> we yeah. forgot our purpose and that might be down to the the writers of the show not really knowing what to do because the books did end two seasons ago and they they only got a skeleton of what the story could have been or maybe they'd be given a story that is different from what the author is going to be doing. Yeah. So they've kind of just got to make the most of it but still do better than this, guys. And yeah. Next episode better be good. Otherwise, hashtag gripe of thrones will be the name of this show. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I mean, assuming that George R. R. Martin does finally finish the books, I wonder if he will then use how everybody the feels feedback. about the way this ends to dictate the way he ends the books. Because so. it would be kind of funny if the books end with somebody completely different on the throne because yeah. everybody was too mad about it. like Yeah,
0: he's like, well, now I'm changing.
1: It. He has always maintained that he's a pantser, which means that he writes from the seat of his pants, yeah. doesn't really plan yeah. ahead too far. Mm-hmm. But I find it hard to believe he doesn't know who he wants to end up on the throne. I'm sure he's willing to have cha- changed his mind as yeah. he writes, for yeah. sure. But I'm sure he has like an idea of where it's headed. Mm-hmm. So I f- I'd find it surprising if he hadn't told the writers of the show where they're heading and i would be surprised if they didn't stick to that yeah,
0: yeah. so it's definitely somewhere along the line of this is what i want to do yeah and they're just trying their best to fit it despite cutting back the amount of episodes they're offered and
1: mm. you know. it's all very interesting it's all very
0: political it seems like the real game was played outside of the show and it was actually maybe oh boom, boom, ba-da, boom, ba-da. Mm.
1: <laughs> where
0: the one's being played oh my oh that's grim Mm. we're the common folk and they're just about to burn us alive
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) no why Why would you say that (laughs) it's true (laughs) oh my goodness so yeah i don't know i mean i i have some hope i think that i think that they can turn it around i think if they can offer us what they offered us in the last episode they can do it again so i'm not i'm not willing to be like i'm not willing to say that episode three was the peak Mm -hmm. and this is definitely all downhill. Yeah. I'm sure that they've got something in store for us. That's like, good. I really hope that they've got something in store for us.
0: Good. I'm going to take that energy. I'm going to come in positive. I'm going to yeah. think next episode is going to be great. And um, this was just, a, you know, one of those this ones a where to, it's a hiccup. All
1: TV series everyone happens, makes. Right?
0: Everyone makes mistakes, you know.
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm kind of interested to see. I think the when it takes the sort of like bad turn and everybody's kind of like, oh, this isn't a very good show anymore. That's where I'm like, come on, show yeah. me what you got. Show like, what you, what you know, got. so I'm kind show of it, more interested to see it tank honestly yeah oh, but wow. <laughs> i hope that they can turn it, turn it around for the sake of all of these people who love it so much yeah. you know yeah like me My <laughs> yeah definitely you but you know lots of people feel very emotional about game of thrones and i understand because i have felt emotional about tv shows yeah. before too and you know sometimes they get cancelled or sometimes they don't end the way you want or sometimes yeah they're rushed or mm. whatever and i just i believe i said going in like i hope that they take the time to do this right yes, um so i hope that this is just a stumble. Okay, so that's the end of that. You can find House of Geekery at houseofgeekery.com or at House of Geekery on Twitter and Facebook. You can find me, Karina, at chasing the right words on Twitter.
0: And you can find me, Jake, at one take Jake on Twitter.
1: And you can find us both at Zero Context Podcast on Twitter. Obviously, next episode, we're going to be looking at episode five. So come back next time to hear what we have to say about that. Uh, We're really winding up to the end of the the podcast. Podcast at this point. So, at some point, we'll give a hint as to what we'll be doing in the future, but not yet. And yeah, if you have any questions or comments or answers to any questions that we've raised, do jump on Twitter and let us know because we would love to hear from you. And yeah, we want to know how you feel because sometimes it's hard just (laughs) being like alone with how you feel about it. It would be good to hear if you guys agree or disagree with what we have to say. But for now,
0: Valamogulis. Yes, one take, Jake. Just put that in. One,
1: One take, take, drink. Drink, 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 drink.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. I wrote it down.
1: <laughs> so good. Yeah, that really helps. <laughs>